Happy Friday, guys, and welcome to the episode of Let's Talk Dubs. I'm your host, Bill T. This week, you're getting this podcast while I am in Mexico, in the Baja, cruising my side-by-side and enjoying some time out of the out of the real world. So take a little break, but don't worry, I'll leave you guys hanging. We've got a roundtable for you today. This particular roundtable specifically has to do with purchasing Volkswagens and what makes you make a decision whether to purchase one and build it or purchase one done. And we go kind of back and forth and debate the two differences thereof. But we get a couple stories from a few a few fellas. Uh, Ron Johnson, who a few years back, he had an, uh, an orange convertible gear that was built by KCW that covered Volksworld magazine. He's a local guy from Vegas and just picked up a pretty sweet turbo six-cylinder Subaru single cab pickup and then our buddy Jason Dunkel who just sold his single cab and picked up a walkthrough 65 builder so we go through the pros and cons of doing that and uh, what makes you make those decisions so we got some reviews this week some five-star reviews so we're gonna give some shout outs to some people uh Volkswagen podcast. This is a great podcast. So much great information about Volkswagen's great history information, product information, and so many good stories. Chris McGraw to Salem, Oregon. Thanks for the five star review. Uh, this other guy says interesting conversation about Volkswagens. I'm relatively new to VWs, especially air cooled, and I'm soaking up all the amazing information. And Bill's got an entertaining style and is a fantastic interview and brings high quality sounds to my headphones each week. Uh, keep bringing the heat, Bill. And that's uh, from looks like this phaser phaser breakfast so uh and then lambo as we call him introduced me to the podcast and i'm hooked i have a 66 beetle and it's my personal first vw my dad had when i had a 71 when i was a kid so i always have interest in them Uh, this podcast finally gave me the motivation to get back on mine and then uh let's see quicksilver tim says love the podcast so much finally a show about cars and vws it's interesting funny and oh so educational love it gives me some tips on some compression shoot me (laughs) hey quicksilver tim shoot me an email with some details i'm using audacity about how to add some compression to the uh to the interviewers on some of the earlier ones we were doing a little bit of modification on the uh adjust uh, on the audio software adjustment but listen man i'm a one-man show and i'm doing it any tips or info you guys want to give me shoot me an email at bill let's talk dubs.com which by the way if you guys want to support the podcast head on over to let's talk dubs.com go to the shop pick up some merch and uh we'll get you guys some merch sent out i know there's a couple people out there waiting for some hats hats are coming out in the mail this week so uh you should be they should be on their way by the time you hear this podcast so i appreciate you guys being patient unfortunately sometimes we get drug around by some vendors but other than that man it's still coming no need to worry no need to fret and uh, keep the five star reviews coming guys we're two away from 200 reviews and i know there's many more than two of you guys out there to want to leave a five star review and get a shot on the podcast man so this week we'll get into this round table i'll be gone i'll have another podcast in the box for you guys next week because I can't leave you guys hanging, and then I'll be back the week after that. So without any further ado, guys, let's get into it this week on the round table. Let's talk dubs. A Volkswagen is a nice station wagon to have around the house. The 1974 Volkswagen, covered by VW Motor Security Blanket. All 
All right, guys, happy Friday, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Dubs. You are now in the roundtable today, so I'd like to welcome all the guests today for the roundtable. I've got George T. What's up, everybody? George, let's see what's up. We got that. Let me do this. Producing the show. So I got George T. We got the Reverend... uh, Jason Dunkel over there. Jason, say what's up. Buenas noches, amigos. And then we got our newest member of the, po- of the round table, Ron Johnson. Ron Johnson, say what's up. What's up, guys? <laughs> so Ron Johnson's also a fan of the podcast and a friend of ours here in Vegas. And you may actually remember him. I'll just cut to a little picture that you guys will see right now. And you'll, you can find it also. And remember, on all the podcasts, you can go to the notes section of the details. And I'll usually put links to all of the uh, podcast blog sheets that have basically a description of the podcast and anything that we reference that could be helpful with pictures to describe and things like that. So you guys can ride along. So uh, I try to get a lot of pictures from people on the, uh, on the podcast so that I can support some of that stuff. And then later we put up video content that you can get that. So uh, don't forget to go to the details. And while we're talking about the podcast, don't forget to go and give us a five-star review. If you get a five-star review, you'll get a shot out on the podcast. So we appreciate you guys. All right, boys today, we're talking you, about a couple different. You were going to mention how we would know Ron. Oh, yeah. Got I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> thanks, George. Thanks, George, for the correction there. Um, what we're doing here. So Ron, our buddy Ron, you guys may recognize Ron. We'll uh, put up a picture of his car here, and his car, his car that you would know possibly was on, in 2008 Volksworld. We're going way back, and if you guys were fanboys for K, for KCW, you may also know the car back then right because that's where that's who built the car right ron yeah they did the the paint body rust repair um not the final assembly but they did a lot of work on it okay so uh they did some of that work and i think there was there was blog thread i'm sure on the car right like everything was back in the day in 08 absolutely everything they did was online yeah because they had like 50 uh i mean they had tons of people on their forum boards and following all that stuff so everybody that everybody that's getting a car built was like a pseudo celebrity like oh hey there's this guy getting this car built every car had like every car i think every car had a name right something like that yeah they would name the threads or something like that yeah, yeah. so that's where you know ron from he had a gear and it was on the cover did that did the gear get in any stateside magazines nope just folks world no love from the but states, but it made huh? the cover Volksworld, which is an honor. It did. That's it made cool. the it made the cover Volksworld. It had a four page feature in it, and uh, in that four page feature, which was on literally page three, four, and five, um, you know, you, you open it up. It's got a pretty good feature on the car, and that was what year was the gear? Give us the specs in that gear that you had back in the day. It was a '59 uh, convertible um, low light, mm-hmm. and you found that car where? was that car from um i bought it out of georgia for online so this is something you that you picked up on the samba found it on samba i I had a 69 gear at the time and i wanted to do a a full custom build on it and i started looking more into it and i figured if i'm going to spend all this money i might as well get one that's that's rare that's going to be worth more money when i'm done so i went for a low light convertible and you had that car, so how long did it take to build that car? Uh, build process was about two years. And then how long did you have it once it was finished? Um, I had it for about two years afterwards. <laughs> and now this is going to play right into kind of the direction that we're going, right? So It is. Um, you had the car. you had the car after you built it, and then the build process, did you enjoy it? 
we're we're in the circle of trust so honesty (laughs) and so that's going to lead us kind of directly where we're going today right because today we've got both we've got ron and we've got uh jason on here today because both of these guys just purchased a couple vehicles sold and purchased sold and purchased right so we're going to kind of talk about that process because we always talk about when we're building cars you know we always get super excited about we get super excited about the process and you know, we all start out like I was super excited to build a car and then everything like, like today, right? We go to Georgia shop today and we're supposed to just change the front brake line and we just go, well, let's pull the yeah. back wheels off and do that. And then that turned into, no, we went to adjust the brakes and I saw an <clears throat> exorbitant amount of metal shavings inside the adjusters and said, wow, that's weird. And continued to the move the inspection hole around and said, there is stacks of metal everywhere. we got to pull this thing off and, Sure enough, it looks like they probably drove on those brakes about three months too long. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's, it's, it, that's just in a nutshell what happened yeah. to the VW project. It's one day right? that turned into we were going to fix the brakes and right. actually get on the road driving to now it needs boots on the transmission. And oh, my he, gosh. Uh, he had to reseal the axles. He built a nice job. He actually worked on himself. So this Take is the- it easy, everybody, because he actually does know how to turn <laughs> wrenches when he, when he gives it a shot. So, but th- this is the story of the chop rod, right? So you buy the chop rod. I want this car because I'm in love rag with chop. it. Or rag chop. Rag chop, chop rod. Listen, what? it's whatever <laughs> I decide at the time. One, all right, and let's go with Who it. Who cares? I don't. So um, so what we'll, what we do here with these cars is, you know, we'll buy these cars. Sometimes we'll, we're just in love with the look. You know, even even a car like doesn't even run, it's just sitting with a stance. We'll jump in and pick something like that up, and then we'll get super hyped on building it. And then the build process starts, and it ends up you get. So I'm assuming from the process you took building your car, you took quite a few lumps. And by the time you were done, like almost looking at that car was like, uh, did you get joy when it was done, like looking at it? I did. I mean, I felt a sense of accomplishment kind mm-hmm. of for, for bringing it back from the dead because it was just a rusted out shell when I bought it. And I, I call that the Corvette summer deal that we all go through, right? Like we've seen Corvette summer and he's in the junkyard and he sees the Corvette and he spends a whole summer building the car. And it's like, you feel that like you, you brought this thing that was dead back to life, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I definitely got that feeling. And you know, when you finish the car, how, how do you end up selling the car? Like what, what's the prod? Like somebody does hound you for the car or you just put it up for sale? No, it was it was financial. I mean, I, I sell real estate for a living, and the market had kind of crashed here, and so I, I needed to sell it at that point. That's far too common a story for Vegas Volkswagens. Like yeah. a lot of Las Vegas VWs went by the wayside because of our crash we had in 08, 09. Yeah. They really did. Yeah, I mean, Brutal. it it was a, it was a time of boom and bust, and what it, it's funny. It seems a little bit like today, but because uh, we're we're all in that process, we're all in that place right now where. Everything seems to be maxed out. We're talking about the real estate market a little bit earlier and everything's going crazy. And when things are going crazy, people are making money. When people are making money, they're building cars. So, um, And when money's cheap, they're borrowing it to build cars. Right. Equity lines. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we end up with where we're at today. So two guys, two stories happen here. So, uh, And we're going to kind of talk, talk about this today because sometimes we, we have to look at things like, Instant gratification, right? Like I can go buy rag chop, chop rod, rag <laughs> chop. I can go buy my red chop top car from the magazine. I can buy that car and tomorrow I can have it. And then when I blow the dust off and I get her off the trailer and I wheel her into the garage and then I see her with all her freckles and all these little blemishes that she has on her and then I get a little bit saddened by it, right? Or you, you look at it and say, wow, I paid a lot because I was in love with it. 
and now I got to do a little bit of work. So there's that process, but sometimes you have to look at what is the, the least, the, the, I, I think everybody has to go through it, right? Am I wrong? Everybody's got to go through that process, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. There's pros and cons to both, you know, buying a done car and then building the cars. I mean, there's, there's pros buying and cons a done car has a stigma that comes with it that like, Oh, that's so-and-such's car, especially if it's a popular car. That's the worst. I have friends who purchase other people's cars mm-hmm. And it didn't become their car until they had sold it. Well, know? and the and the and the guy, you know, but I think there's you can get a, you can get around that too because the guy that bought my Gia, um, he was like, yeah, you know, the problem is I'm buying your car, and and people are gonna know it's your car. And I said, no, nah, change the wheels and it becomes your car. But to some degree, it's my car until it goes in hibernation for ten years. If no one sees a car for ten years, it kind of becomes whatever happened to that gray Gia, you know. And maybe sometimes if it if it if it's a person that's just in and out of the scene like the red car. So we got two examples of guys here. You know. We got Ron Johnson who just purchased pretty much a done car, mm-hmm. finished one. Um, if any of you are familiar with, there's a uh, I think it's at Force Fed on Instagram built this single cab and it is crazy wicked cool mid engine twin turbo or turbo twin turbo twin turbo Subaru. Six, uh, it six is cylinder. it is an extreme build like it is it's up there it's it's pretty crazy pretty radical well, it was built for sema right yeah it was SEMA built car? for battle of the builders for sema show so that, that lets you know the level the vehicle is built to and then on the other hand we have dunkel who basically just purchased like a, a starter project it's a very it's an it's a nice project it doesn't require a bunch of metal or stuff like that but he's starting at base so you got two scenarios that happen here we got ron johnson that bought this finished extreme badass single cab but there's also some cons to it too because it wasn't built for a six how tall are you run six foot three yeah it wasn't built for a six foot three gentleman to drive around that's for darn sure and that that's that's like an after like it's afterthought now that you actually have possession of like oh wow i actually got to drive this thing huh i i had the opportunity to fly out and drive it and i didn't do that i should have done it but i, I did know that was a possibility i talked to the builder about it yeah. and Bill told me about it when I when I showed him the car. I, Bill said, "I don't think you're going to be able to drive that thing." Well, so, it, and I, I didn't, I didn't even know about the pedals. The pedal angle is extreme on that yeah. thing. Like to drive that thing, it would really, in my opinion, be kind of difficult. You know, you'd really have to focus on everything you're doing at the moment. You know, it is. I mean, I I have driven it, um, but the the pedal assembly is not correct for somebody six foot three so it needs to be fixed yeah and so the the reality now is on that car you may have to uh you may end up having to modify the whole pedal assembly Mm -hmm. so that you can drive it comfortably because nobody wants to spend that kind of money but the we're getting too deep into it before we get into the premise and the premise of it is that you bought a done car versus building one correct and what made you make that decision because i've done both i mean i've built cars from scratch my my double cab that i recently sold when i bought it it was just just a bare shell with every single bolt-on part was removed in it so the, the process can take a long time um unfortunately i don't have a a big garage and i'm pretty busy so i i can't do a lot of the work myself so i have to rely on others but to the average VW enthusiast, they're like, well, that's a rich guy buying a car. But but here's the difference. I wouldn't say, would you say you're a rich guy buying a car or is there a value play here? There's absolutely a value play. I mean, so that's the other side of the That's the thing. Well. What's the value play on it? The, the value play on it is you're buying it for 
drastically less than you could build it for. 100%. Well, oh, yeah. you paid for that to fab all that up and buy all the components that are in it? Yeah, I would think that would be 100, 135. And well, I, I think I, I honestly believe that car with the process going through a shop like that, it's over a $150,000 oh, yeah. bus to build that bus. And when some people think like, I think once you go through the process of building something and starting at the bottom and going through the process of the time and all the stuff that it takes, you look at things and say, well, I could scrape together the 50 grand to buy the thing and buy it for a drastically less than what it costs to build it. And I own it tomorrow and I'm not dealing with all the, you know, all the, all the issues of like, I hate my upholstery guy. I've got four different glass guys or, you know, all the different things that you go through in building a car you know, so absolutely. It's it's funny because people out there think that oh, you must be rich to buy that car, and I think you have to look back at it. And you had to liquidate some some assets to get One, that car. Let's get a rundown of the things that you, that you actually gave up, which are some pretty nice items, in my opinion. So I, I sold my October nineteen fifty nine um, postal yellow double cap, mm-hmm. which was a pretty rare double cap. Yeah, I mean, it was seamed gate, so it was within the first year of production. So it was a rare double cabin because the color of it is what made it really rare is because Postal Yellow was like a special order color. And um, it's technically the only known documented double cab in that color. Yeah, especially when you're talking about early double cabs. Yeah, I mean, it was that color was mostly found on panels panel buses um and then a few single cabs and a few combis uh and one deluxe 123 window deluxe yeah i think that i think that one was like that was like an airport bus or something was that was that the one that was yellow or no um mark Murs owns that one and I, I the story i heard was that it was special ordered for a guy that owned a caterpillar franchise and he wanted it yellow, wanted it yellow like caterpillar stuff huh yeah that's cool makes sense yeah, I'd like to. Well, that's another guy I want to get on the park on the podcast. Mark Murs, he's a so, guy out there that uh, d- does a lot of these old classic Volkswagens. But on the on on the double cab, so you had this double cab, you liked it, you thought like, I love this double cab, I'm gonna build it, and you see this, you see the single, you see the single cab come up for sale. Yeah, so I, I had the double cab. I was enjoying the double cab. I've been running driving taking it out to shows and stuff for about two years Mm -hmm. and i was kind of thinking well what's next you know in order to get something um another project i have to liquidate something so i ran across the ad for the sema built single cab and it just it spoke to me i mean it, it was so badass i watched the uh the build thread on it when it was on samba so I, I watched him build it from, you know. When what was the title of the build thread? Do you remember? Um, it was something like purist beware or purist stay away. <laughs> At least he knew what he was messing yeah. with. <laughs> right, because there's a lot of people on the Samba website that are purists that, that would want nothing to do with this single oh, car. Oh, man. They need to get their own cars. Well, and I think, <laughs> you know, I think I remember, if I'm not mistaken, because it's like inboard shocks and all kinds of stuff on that thing, and I just remember seeing – I think if I'm not mistaken, I remember seeing the the car in Dove Blue in like one of the pre prep modes where the bed's up and it shows the suspension, like the cantilevered suspension, right? Because it's cantilevered suspension underneath there. 
Yeah, it's the the, the rear shocks are, are cantilevered and controlled with a, a rod. Yeah, so for you guys that don't know what that is, that's when the shock sits uh, like horizontal in the car, and there are there are rods that connect to the pivot points, and it, and it's on a and it's on a hinge point. So uh, it's like F one style car, racing. Yeah. yeah. So that's the car. That's the single cab that that he bought, and a lot of people. And it's funny because you're you like the postal yellow, the early single, the early double cab, the early low light gear, and then this is like complete opposite end of the spectrum. Well, like I said, I was thinking about another project, and I wanted something that was fast, that was modern, that was comfortable, that you know I could jump in and, and drive and take it to shows and enjoy it. And this car, I mean, this car is all that. It's got push button start. It's got pretty much everything. Air conditioning, and, right? Yeah, it's got. I mean, air conditioning. This thing's got. This thing's push button start, suede dash. Um, it's got the uh, all, like modern A-arm all. Suspension, yeah, air suspension. Rear, it's got everything. You know, sway bars. It's yeah. It's it's like a modern car. Yeah, it's got. Old. I mean, I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff that it has. I mean, it's got the hydraulic pedal setup, which need to be a little bit modified because the guy you bought it from, how tall was he? I think it was five eight. Yeah, five eight. So, I mean, like for him, I think even for him, it's just such an odd angle. Like it's not a natural angle for your feet. Like one of the things with the bus is you're actually pushing the pedals into the floor, and with these, if there was a little bit different design, if he'd if he'd have taken the whole thing and clocked it where you could just push it into the floor, I think that'd have been a yeah, this you're kind different of pushing deal. it towards where the headlights are. Yeah, you're like kicking the firewall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. Awkward. Yeah, that's that, that's for sure. But listen, that's a, that's a small thing. So you've driven the bus. Yeah, I've driven it. Have you stomped on it to get on it? Um, not. I haven't had it on the freeway or anything like that. Just kind of around my neighborhood. Right. But what about burnouts? Is it because you're too tall? <laughs> because I'm five eight. If you, on, if you want me to get on that thing, I'll get on. It. Yeah, Dunkel's used to driving a single cab with a little bit of power, yeah. but his is a little higher in the air. But uh, his doesn't have twin. His didn't have twin turbos. But, um, Noah did. I, I let my friend Noah drive it, and he did stomp on it while I was behind him. And yeah, it, it gets up and goes. Did it move pretty quick, huh? I'd hope so. And it, yeah, it, I would it, really it, hope it, so. The, like, the builder of it also took me for a ride. You know, when he delivered the car to me, he took me for a ride along. And so I, I absolutely got. And to he feel scared the, power the crap out of you. Thought like this guy is going to kill us. It was yeah. It reminded me of being you know, a modern sports car. Yeah, like hey, That's here's awesome. here's a guy I've never Pete met Little. before. <laughs> it's okay yeah here's a here's a guy I never met before i'm gonna have him take me a test drive and hopefully his reflexes are good to save my life in this single cab truck so did you just sell the one double cab to get that um i sold the the october 59 double cab and i had another double cab that i had bought two three weeks before it was a bay window double cab and i sold that one as well um that was yeah, that was specifically bought kind of to flip, so I sold that one as well. So that was two projects sold to pick up one finished car, kind of. Yeah, I mean, the, the Bay Window double cab was a nice stock driver. Good survivor. Yeah. It had one repaint, but other than that, pretty much everything else was stock. Stock height and no, no real customization, 1600 dual port stock motor. Sounds like what everybody's looking for out there. But I mean, you know, but I mean, you end up sacrificing some stuff to get that car. And, you know, that that process is like and I think when, you know, you can you can build a car at home on your own, take the time it takes to do it, sacrifice. I mean, really, time is where we get sacrificing 
and if like you've got a family and kids and a and a and a, and a business you own and stuff like that, you, it's kind of really difficult. It all depends on everybody's life circumstances. It sounds there, like Bill's like really making excuses for himself. Right? No, 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 it's no, no. Time or money, time family. or money, one or the other. <laughs> it's like all Bill's excuses. Yeah, yeah, those are all my excuses. So, uh, but I mean, you know, being able to go and just buy the car that you want by moving some other cars. Sometimes that's you know that's such a a faster way to do it and now you got it so now you still have to do some work so really the moral of the story is no car is ever 100 percent ready to go right mm-hmm. no it's not 100 percent. but the, the work that has to be done you know i envision maybe a month two months from now everything will be done i also want to switch the wheels out on it because it to me the wheels don't suit the truck yeah so i want to customize put some put some different wheels on it yeah, and I think that's one of the things. Like it, it because of the color. It's close to a dove blue color. Changing the wheels will change the whole look of that car. You Absolutely. Know? And yeah. put and putting, in my opinion, putting the right wheels on it would really change everybody's perception about the car as well, too. Because I think it's it's tough when you know that I don't know if the guy's a VW guy that built it. You know what I mean? I don't know how much of a VW guy. He's definitely a Midwest guy, right? Um, it was built in Texas. Yeah. So central country um, not not wasn't really known that much outside of Texas. I mean, it was it was at SEMA, but it's never been photographed for any magazine. It's never been any really big show in California. That's insane. Yeah, he never especially all the work on that thing. Like you would think a VW magazine would have. It's probably because it's got so much Subi stuff in it that they probably frowned upon her. Yeah, I mean, I don't think maybe because it's we have one magazine. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think it, it would it could be featured be in Hot VWs because it's so much Subaru stuff yeah. in it. Yeah. It wouldn't be in Hot VW's Orange County Weekly? What? Wait a second. No, I'm just kidding. Is it, is it uh, titled kidding. a Volkswagen? Yeah, it's titled as a 65 Volkswagen. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, the the reality is there are so many people that are doing Subi swaps and stuff like that. But then this even next levels those guys because this oh. has got a six-cylinder Subi twin like, turbo. This isn't just sticking a, a Subi right, in a VW. But I mean, this thing is it's a modern yeah. chassis with, a, with an old-school-looking body on it pretty yeah, much. custom-built. I mean, yeah, it, it was purpose built. The whole entire chassis was built from scratch. He knew what motor was going in it. He knew what trans. So it, all, it has a five-speed transmission in it. Um, and what's weird? The, so the weird question that everybody has is, it has Subi gears on the trans, and Subi gears is a company that's known for making the reverse ring and pinion, so you can take the transmission and make it for a rear-engine car. But this bus is actually set up with a mid-engine motor. Right. I think the Subi Gears cover is also to eliminate the four-wheel drive. Oh. Because it had, you know, all it's gonna Subarus. It's going to go to a transfer case. Four, so it had another. You mean this guy quit halfway? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> he could have four-wheel drive this thing. Man, uh, you know, I'm starting to rethink this thing with this guy. <laughs> yeah. It's actually the mid-engine is what made it more difficult probably to, to four-wheel drive it. Obviously, he's aiming right. trans- you, you transmission it, the wrong way. You yeah. could have done it mid-engine four-wheel drive, I don't think. It would have been a rear engine. Rear engine four-wheel yeah. drive. Yeah. But I, the, yeah, the space would have been really, really tough for the pedals and everything else. Well, that, that, that So that answers my question as to the Subi gears because when you look at Subi gears and they make the cap for the four-wheel drive transmission, Correct. everybody thinks like, well, why didn't he just do the reverse, the reverse ring and pinion? Because... Uh, my boy sent him one. Super low bus is selling a. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he sold it already, but he was going to Subi swap his type, type 34. 34. He's not doing it anymore. Now he decided he's going to go against that, and he had the Subi trans for sale. And I was really tempted to buy it, but I was too busy spending more money on other stuff. On hydraulics. <laughs> drum brakes. Yeah. yeah, we had to get drum brakes today. <laughs> Bill learned a valuable lesson in finances today. 
That's it. Don't get me upset, bro. Don't get me upset. I don't get upset right now. I was pushing for disc brakes weeks ago. Like, hey, get a rear disc brake kit for it. Ah, oh, drums are fine. The yeah. best part is that would've, it would have cost them an extra hundred bucks and their job would have been done well, five listen, hours Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> you know what? Uh, hey, I'm a, time and money, it's not worth listen, it. Yeah, we were just talking about time and money. My, we don't need it. Who needs money. either? My excuse on this is going to be that I was going retro. I'm going cow uh-huh. look with the drums in the back and the discs in the front. So that was that's my excuse. So, Ron, you made the time money equation of my time is more valuable than that. So I'm going to purchase a car that's... That's that's kind of like ready to roll and have fun with. I really like the option of buying something that's done. Yeah, yeah. And the creature comforts. That's pretty awesome. That AC in this town, Vegas is. A lot of people park their VWs in the summertime. They don't even get in them because it gets treacherous here. Not me, bro. I'll come right in the garage and sit in one, and then I'll go back (laughs) in my air conditioned Dodge and go drive somewhere else. Absolutely. I mean, it totally (laughs) appealed to me that it was like a modern car underneath it has air conditioning and heating and power steering and modern suspension and you know it's got the keyless push button start and it's, it's got to hammer all those things out like get an instruction book for the car <laughs> so you can get it all figured out because it's kind of tough did you call did you call the previous owner for some insight on some of that stuff um i haven't i haven't reached out to him yet it did take me a little while to figure out the little um keyless start and all that correct <laughs> No, but I mean, I think it's a, it's such a cool car. It's got so much, um, it's got so much done that with a few modifications, if you're making that thing to where you can just drive that thing around, man, it's going to be, you're going to be happy for days in that thing, you know? Yeah, I, I so far, I'm really pleased with the purchase. Um, obviously, you want to get the pedals fixed and drive it some more. Yeah. But um, I, I like the value that, you know, you certainly couldn't have built it for that price that Heck i paid no. for it and, and that's what people got to start looking at so so speaking about that then we'll talk about jason's situation for a minute right so let me give you the intro to that story so i so, so a few minutes ago someone in this room said that that car everybody knew about that car style let me correct the story this <laughs> oh, corrected so story the cor- put your waiters on here's <laughs> the here's the corrected story as I'm standing there at Cars and Coffee, this guy comes up to me that I know that's a hot rod guy. We get to talking, and I knew that he had a bus. And I said, I said to him, hey, do you still have that bus? He says, yeah, I'm thinking about selling it. I said, oh, really? What are you trying to get for it? He says, yeah, I like to get, you know, I think he said he want to get 20 grand for it. And I said, yeah. And I just said to the guy, I don't know. I said, 20 grand you might get, but I don't, you know, it's, you know, what's it worth for you to get it and just move it? I mean, like realistically it's a, it's a good sell at like a $15,000 car, 15 to 17,000 bucks. You could sell that thing. And we're talking. And I remember my buddy Jason was, he got swooped on a deal on a bus a long time ago. And he's real sore about it. And he'd been looking for a bus, like a, like a combi or any kind of bus. Right. So he said, yeah, I'm thinking about selling. It. I said, well, I, I have a buyer for you. He goes, yeah, because I'm thinking about, he was talking about putting it on eBay and all this kind of stuff, which is kind of, we're going to get into that a little bit later into the into the conversations about cars and stuff on, online for sale. And so then I tap old boy Jason over here and I'm like, dude, let's go talk to this guy and go look at his uh, his bus for sale because right now it's and Jason also had money not on the market in his pocket because he just sold his single cash. So that's no, one of the reasons why. Well, he let's was. hear Jason's well, and I had story. An empty garage. It was the first time like since I was thirteen. Because yeah, you have just a sold your single cab. Yeah. I know. I'm I did. Crazy, but it was Jason. Tell what? us your story. Two so, old days. So, so what? So, so what? You moved your car. You 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 were planning on getting a car. To give us your story of how this whole thing. So I've had a uh, single cab for 
like 14 years. Right. And um, it's been everywhere. We've done everything with it. But my wife last year had started wanting to start doing more Volkswagen things. So, and you were going to do Shasta this year. Well, yeah, I'll get into that. <laughs> um, so, but, and I decided, I kind of made a decision. Like, I love the single cab, but I've had it. And I kind of, with COVID and being home all the time, I figured it'd be cool for to have another project. So I put the single cab up for sale. Um, and then... I didn't think it was going to sell. I turned down a couple of offers because I was real particular about it not going overseas. And then... Um, on, a, on a side note on that, we're going to post up on the blog Jason's ad because if you read it, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh. Well, and, and that's... Yeah, it's funny. So it's actually the couple that bought it, they said as soon as they read the ad, they said, this is our bus. We're going to buy it. Right. And, you know, it's, single cabs are really weird. It's a niche market. And I was asking pretty high on the spectrum price-wise. Um, but every other single cab that was listed on the Samba is shiny, but it didn't have the same size motor I had or it just didn't, you know. Right. It, it wasn't breaks, Apple. Yeah, it wasn't well, Apple. Your, your single cab was purpose-built. Right. It was built to drive, long-haul, camp, like do everything you could in it. Yeah. And you put all, you worked all that jumps, out. And whatever. Whatever yeah. it takes. <laughs> um so yeah, I, I would and um, I was gonna pull the ad February first because I was getting ready to do Shasta, which was like mm -hmm. a week after that. And then um, yeah, a week before Shasta, a couple. Dunk and I were supposed to do the Shasta trip, yeah. and he said, "Man, I got someone coming to look at the thing," and I said, "Dude, I don't know if I can get next week off. So if they bite, I'm cool with it." Yeah. <laughs> so, so a couple but, flew yeah, out. George yeah. was getting ready to quit on you on Shasta. They flew out and they were super. And so I was. they never, um, never owned Volkswagens. Never don't know anybody that owns Volkswagens. They wanted a single cab for to start a, a flower business for the wife. And I actually tried to talk them out of it. I'm like, this is kind of a lot. Of, it's this is more bus, bus than yeah, you for need. Something that you're going to drive back and forth to the farmers market twice a week. Um, but I'm like, you're welcome to come out and look at it. So they flew in from Kansas City. Um, I drove down to Georgia shop, threw it up on the lift. They took I a slipped my salesman hat on. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> bus sold itself, bro. Um, yeah. <laughs> come on, man. I, so we threw it up on the lift. George kind of gave him a walkthrough, kind of verified everything that I had told him over the phone, and um, we wanted to go on a bike ride. So I chucked them the keys. I said, "Hey, go have fun with it." And they're like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." Just got any questions? Give me a call. Jay's like, I hope they steal it because it's insured. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's yeah. insured for more than I'm asking. They uh, they 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 drove out to Hoover Dam and you know went to lunch and stuff with it. And they're like, man, it's like everybody's taking photos with you and stopping you and, and like asking you about the bus and like we didn't know what to tell them because we don't know much about it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, the next day they gave me the cash that I was asking for it and um, I, I sat at my house for like a week and it's still. It didn't set in, you know what I mean? Because it was still in my garage. And then it went on a trailer Friday. Then we went to Cars and Coffee Saturday. Then I bought that walkthrough Sunday that we were talking about. So so you were selling this bus because you had... So there's another story ties into the podcast on here, right? Well, kind Are we of, not talking about that? No, yeah. I mean, well, right. so I, I bought an interest in another bus. So And that hadn't materialized yet. So I wanted... But the bus that I'm buying is going to be completely done. It's, I'm not going to have to right. really do anything to it. So this one, the walkthrough I wanted to like work on, because normally I'm on the road 200 days a year. But now being home with COVID, I actually have the time to you know put time into it. So um, I buy the walkthrough. It's a complete bus. So let's talk about buying the walkthrough. So so I call, I'm like, Jason, we got this deal on this bus. No, it's not on the market yet. 
Uh, I know that everybody knew about it, but there it wasn't. He hadn't like confirmed it's going to be for sale. He he has well, like two local people hit me up. Like they actually went and looked at it. It was for sale. It was just like word of mouth kind of thing. Correct. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't. It wasn't advertised. It wasn't advertised. Yeah. So this is a, this is what we call in the real estate business a pocket listing. All right, see, so now we're now we're talking Man, real estate. Wow. Don't worry, bro. bro. Did you just take it full? Circle? I know a little Man. bit of everything. So it's called a callback. It's called a callback. So uh, we go over here, and there's this bus, and I'm like, and, and so it's funny. Now we're talking like when people, you know, we always hear the story when I always bring up my bull run bus that I bought it for a hundred dollars, and this was twenty five some years ago, and the buses have been going up like crazy. I mean, I bought a combi. I remember the black and white one I had. I don't know if it was a walkthrough. They just cut the bulkhead out, but I paid 1500 bucks for that thing years ago. Now, obviously, buses have gone through the roof, and everybody says they're made of unobtainium, but with this particular bus, you know, looking at the price point where it was at, it was like, all right, let's go see how bad it is. Like, Because that's kind of what you look at nowadays. Yeah. Like, how busted up is this bus? How much am I going to dump into this thing? Right. Yeah. So, like, you know, what's it missing? Like, how rusty is it? Like, so on and so forth. And this was complete. It had all the door handles, it had all the windows, it had all the seats, it had it was a technically running driving bus. Like we started it and heard it, you know, just right. it had no brakes. Yeah. So now this so. bus the so we go into this uh we, we go to this guy's house and we see this bus. And this bus is a sixty five combi walkthrough, which Walkthroughs, all seats present. Right, all seats are there. It was a running, driving bus because. So I know the 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 girlfriend it used to belong to that said it was her bus. Um, you know, she worked at this PTs here in town. We got to talking. She talked about her bus. Then I remember seeing it. I remember we were talking years ago, and she had got it. And he, they had driven it once or twice to Cars and Coffee, but then it was like never. And then they broke up, and they just got parked in the backyard. But. With this thing being, you know, to find in today's day and age, and we're at the point where it's like we're going there, and the guy wants somewhere between well, from my conversation, I have the guy somewhere between 15, 17 grand is going to be the price. And we get there, and all of a sudden, we start playing like, well, you know, I might just like put it online. Thinking about putting on eBay and just trying yeah. to get my full twenty asking price. And I'm and I'm oh, thinking really? I'm thinking to myself the whole time like I told I'm thinking to myself I told you I was bringing a buyer over like I have a buyer right here like yeah. Let's just, like, do you want to sell the thing or not, right? He's got cash in hand, and he's ready to buy a car. So with this car, I mean, paying, so when you're paying upwards of over 15000 bucks for a bus in today's market and buying one, running, driving with all the seats in it, yeah. that's not rotten. Right. Yeah, there's Solid, there's yeah. a, a little yeah. bit of rot in the front floors and, and easily repaired. But it's not and that's even, about it. Yeah. Like realistically, yeah. I think maybe the cargo door has a little bit right at the entrance of it, but it the, is in uh, fantastic shape. I had I had two people send me pictures of it. They sent me horrible pictures of it, pretty much. And I was like, I don't know. It looks like a fifteen thousand dollar bus to me. Is what I was telling them because no one ever sent me a picture of the interior, showing me that all the seats were present. They were all. I didn't even know it was a walkthrough. It's, it's, it, it was it's still fifteen fifteen thousand. I agree would have been a fair price regardless. Yeah, but I agree. you you get to that point where like you're there. You looked at it, and then when you looked at it at night, too, we were there at night. So, yeah, it was kind of like dusk, yeah. And then, so, like, looking at it and then making the decision. And now the worst part, I think, part of the worst part of the deal is, like, when you get to a guy's house, you're going to buy something. They start like, I don't really know if I'm going to – like, that's yeah. – Super well, I got annoying. Cold feet about the sale, so I don't know. I'm gonna maybe back out. Like I don't know. I want this. No, the rest of the world doesn't know it's for sale. Yeah. Like oh come on, bro, stop. Like this people and people they just, never will. <laughs> yeah. So 
Jason moved on this bus, and so now, so now we got the other the other end of it, right? Where now Jason has been dumping in this thing, like he has the money from his so, cap. So sale. Hold, hold on a second. So now the current condition of the bus went from running driving Whoa, to now. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, it ran. It started. And drove. Right. Let's not say it ran well and it did not stop well. It did not drive well. Right, it but it ran, ran and, and drive. Drove like. What we're doing to it right now is clean up. I think the listeners yeah. can tell right now which one of us is a car salesman and which one is not. And I'll tell you, it's running and driving. That's a running, yeah. running and driving car. Well, I mean, honestly, like, I'm kind of glad I had the opportunity to go through it because the transmission wasn't bolted in. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, it was like, horrible. if I would have just, like, just, if I just fixed the brakes and drove it, I probably would have killed myself. Yeah. Like, the, the motor horrible. would fell out, transmission would have fell out. Um, so, but as I'm getting into it, it's been like a pandora's box you know yeah. now i'm waiting on parts to get here it's like so basically i have the whole front end and rear end all tore out and then we tap some vw or let's talk dubs alumni brian over at type e motorsports right yep. jason picked up one of his beams his brake easy kit. brake kit for the front is that it yeah that's it and, and that's tie, it. well you know it's tie rods yeah. and bushings which, yeah so you um, did the you did the front beam the and e, the four inch narrow beam yeah yeah the type e beam which we got we saw the quality of that and it seemed yeah, pretty good really nice. and just to, just to kind of we'll talk about the bill's purchase in a little bit but we'll talk about how the podcast gets us the insight to where we decide to make some purchases on some stuff so well, especially new stuff like that you yeah because I mean, we're gonna i mean the bus was lowered by someone removed the spring so classic the, the beam needed a little to be bit fixed. of all thread yeah no big deal the beam needed to be fixed so you know, we figured we'd give Type B a shot and see what it, see how how it works. But then, you know, we're going with Old Faithful, where we're using Russ's old speed drop kit in the mm-hmm. back. You know, which is you know true and tested. So, so. are you do, so the rear? How you drop in the rear? You're going to do the, old the speed, like factory yeah, it, plates with the with Russ's old speed drop plates on it. So yeah. you're doing drop plates in the rear. Yeah, yeah it already has a Type One transmission in it because you know I'm all about RGBs, but um, right. it's you know it's what's there. So speaking of RGBs, bro. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a bug just recently. I, I reached out to the guy who built the bug. It's called Ash Kicker, and I'm gonna get the guy on there. And it has dual RGBs connected, uh-huh. bro. It's got 35 inch tires, and it's got a, a, an Are RGB to an RGB. Yep, yes, two of them. The thing wow. sits like four feet in the air. Yeah, yeah. Ash Kicker, bro. Does he have the input shafts linked to each other how do they go to each other we're gonna find out yeah. we're gonna find that on let's no talk dubs. <laughs> yeah listen man it's just a bunch of hillbillies yeah. in the desert it, it was painted with ash from mount st helens eruption yeah. mixed into it that was the theme of and a little the bit bomb. of his girlfriend's blood <laughs> yeah <laughs> and also my girlfriend that they can't seem to find so you now have this but this bus so you, you dump you pull off that kind of coin we end up finally negotiating a, a deal with the dude yeah and got then a very fair but, price, totally. Yeah, I mean, and um, but now it's like I'm just you know, it's hand over fist pouring money into it. Yeah, so it's like right. there's the you know the what you were talking about. It's like, I mean, I could I could do everything half ass and put everything back together. Like honestly, I could have probably Here. just put a master cylinder on it. Yeah, yeah, I could put a master <laughs> cylinder on it. You know, adjusted the brakes and drove it. You know, until. I killed myself and my wife, you know, but so the problem is he's next to me all the time. And I go dude, don't do that. You just get this. So like, See, you know, instead the of my brother that goes, you just got to tune well, him just out. Breaks, you're insane. Jason goes, <laughs> you, you think gotta... I should do that? And I'm like, absolutely. Jay, do you it now. Do it once, do it right. Yeah, But Jason didn't say, Oh no, you showed up at the shop after I left. What are you talking about today? Yeah. Today. 
when I went to the shop, we were doing the brakes because then you had that set of rear disc brakes. You're like, bro, you can take my rear disc brakes. Just buy oh, no, you set. showed up with the with the disc brakes. And I I'm know like, what I'm saying. Drums. I like, left. Yeah, yeah. Are you with the drum brakes? I'm like, I got a set of brakes sitting right there. You could have. Yeah. Here's how I'm this. Waiting on parts anyway. Here's how this goes down. I go in there and I'm like, George says, just order disc brake kit, and I I am microwave bill, bro. I want it right now. I don't care if it's gonna burn with the roof of my mouth. I want it right now, dude. So All you I gotta go, do is go like this. Well, I didn't even know. So Nobody knew. George, and he, George you should know. Brakes. They're not my brakes. Dude, the customer oh, doesn't know what disappears, car. bro. Hey, my brother needed your parts, so I took them off of yours. Is that okay? You could have volunteered and be like, oh, you know, you might want to talk to Jason. Well, but I think, we, dozen, I think we I think we, talked about that it might not work. It might not have worked. Yeah, it's a short it, axle it, car. Uh, usually when we do the straight axle conversions, you're using long axle, long spline brake kit. So usually like a 68 to 71 rear disc brake kit from a Type 1 works on the setup that we do for our brakes. Well, yours is short actual short spline. Yeah, so there's a good cool. chance if we had to put the rotor on, you'd like wouldn't even seen the thread. So, um, so it wasn't really cohesive to that. Right. So we end up uh so when I go to Georgia shop to work on this, then I disappear. We we that snowballed into a whole thing, but we're talking about value for money. It's like my thought process was like, I'll just go get in my I'm head, in my head, when I'm leaving, <laughs> yeah. yeah, eighty bucks. Yeah, See, the, the, the in my head. Let me. Is, let me I do yeah. this for a living, and I go, oh, the the drums, the shoes, the wheel cylinders, a hardware kit, your axle seal kits, all this stuff, and you go, oh, man, another hundred dollars, and I can get a rear disc brake kit and not have any of these potentially yeah. Listen, moving parts less fail labor. on you know me. What? Like, you know it's what? insane. You should have came up with that when you told me to order the front. <laughs> yeah, I did. It was one time. Was like, or get the backs too. He, get the backs. You're like, might as well get rear disc yeah. brake set up. And I'm like, nah, you know what, bro? Drums are probably cool She stopped in the back. so nice before. I'm going to leave these. <laughs> Listen, all you have to do is pump it three I times to stop. I have never in my life seen shoes Worn down like the 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 friction material was gone a long time it was ago. In a couple spots. These things are razor thin metal now. At that at that point, that's how long they've been metal yeah, to metal on they're there. They're pretty jacked. And Bill wanted to buy one drum. I just need to get one. Right. right. Well, the, the inside. <laughs> so, what do you brakes, want? A cutting break? Yeah. That's <laughs> the fine. inside of the brakes looked like they sat under like a metal lathe for like yeah, fifteen years. It, had, it was like, a self built in yeah, lathe as the crazy. wheel turned. It there was a baby. The there was a baby lathe in the car yeah. making uh, <laughs> making stuff, and so. That's what we had going on. But, you know, so my point that I brought that up is is that I in my head when I'm looking at it, because George is like, get a new drum. I can't believe, you know, the way George's like, I can't believe it. This drum, this is what kind of malarkey. This is what George likes to say. And then I'm just like thinking in my head, <laughs> shut up, man. It's just a set of shoes, bro. Relax. Because I'm thinking, I'm still thinking in my head that I'm somehow going to rebuild this wheel cylinder. <laughs> You're going to see me over there holding the cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm going to do. The pepperidge farm, putting back the, the wheel cylinders back together. So Everything was wet and dirty I, yeah, in there. I the run, combination you don't yeah. want in rear drum brakes. Wet and dirty. Like, oh, cool. So I run, yeah, yeah, yeah. I run over to the store. I run over to the store and go pick this stuff up. And by the time I get back, Jason's there. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then... It, uh, George is up front, and then I said, "Yeah, George, want me to get a disc brake kit for the rear?" But you know, I don't want to do that. And, and, and by the time I got back to the shop, just buying supplies. How deep were you into those? Three hundred th- with three hundred and seventy dollars. It's not funny, bro. It's not. It's, it's, it's not. It's not funny it's because it is I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset because 
What I wanted to do, all I wanted to do was go romp my car today. Like I, I envisioned myself sometime this afternoon cruising rag chop down right. the road. The reason why you got to feel that is <laughs> because what we did earlier in the week, we fixed the so linkage mad, on the car, dude. which was set up by, I don't oh, know yeah. who set it up, but it was yeah, horrible, I don't know who, man. I, yeah, it was hot so garbage. we got the linkage all set up on that thing to where it ran right, and I synced the carbs as best I could. Unfortunately, one carb is missing the adjustment screw. No big deal. But that, uh, that thing rips now. Like I saw Bill going up and down the street. It's like it was a different car. Yeah. So now I just needed to be able to stop since it was good and fast. Bro, I don't need to stop, bro. I just punch you. I'll just go right through it. But yeah, that was it was nice to drive a twenty that twenty three thirty alleged twenty three thirty two. That way everything's a mystery until we open it up. Because yeah. we're yeah. gonna get into that story with your twenty three thirty two <laughs> oh, that man. you have mystery. with your with your car. Yeah, but I, uh if I if I had to bet, I bet it is. Yeah. It, we measured stroke. It yeah. it's got the stroke. No, no, no. I no, hear I, you. I think it probably is twenty three thirty two, but it's hilarious. It is when <laughs> I say stock heads. They're stock heads. There's no chromoly retainers. There's no single high rev so spring. There, so there's no port. Well, stock like 39, 3932? 3932 valves? Is it 37, 35.5? I think 37, 35.5 are stock. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's got autocraft rockers. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, when you, that's when you pull up to the races and pop the valve craft. You go, they, they go, that dude's not playing. Well, it's a good thing it has those <laughs> autocraft rockers with the stock. Hey. Springs, stock valves, and stock retainers. Hey, but you know how I drive like a little lady. Yeah, that's, sure. <laughs> so we ended up. Uh, so today ended up being an action-packed day, doing a bunch of stuff with uh, with rag chop that I was hoping to be able to drive that car today. And now it's like a one step further behind because well, we're, we made some milestones today by putting nice new brakes in the back. I got nice new brakes in the front. So now it runs good. It'll stop great. And then, and that's part of the problem. Like I'm even, still going to do a tune up. You know, it can run better. Like yeah. it, it, like it was running all right, but the, well, the and, valve sound. And now eh. the problem is like, uh, here's, here's the problem. Like we get the, we get the, we get the brakes done. And now it's like, man, doesn't take that much just to pull all the top into the motor off and send stuff out for no, powder coat. Get, no, 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 but that's what I'm talking about. Like you start, you start, that's how these projects end up going that way. And that's what I said yeah. today as I was, yeah. yeah, as I was standing there with my back hurting. That's and what I was you like, avoided when yeah. you bought yeah. that car. You avoid the snowball. And well, I got the type B beam and George was like, we should go put, get a powder coat. And I'm like, nope, that's going to take time. Yeah. <laughs> Rattle can is. That's it. Because it, it came raw metal. Yeah. So I was like, well, we could take a snail right now. Because it didn't have bearings in it, obviously, so there's nothing going to get uh, cooked right. inside of it. So none of the, like, no, nope, none of the stuff that goes out. And yeah, you know, tons of runs. That's how, that's how, like, that's how it does. That's it, bro. That's how it. If you ain't so, running, you ain't so, trying. I have a quick question for you, Bill. Yes. Um, did it take you longer to do the brakes today, or to set up the microphones today? Because <laughs> it's well, pretty close, bro. Here's the crazy part: at Let's talk dubs, guys. I got a bunch of dudes standing over here like King Henry, while I'm over here running around like like Cinderella trying to put all this whole action together. And uh, you know, listen, it ain't full time like this. Sometimes I just gotta break stuff down because I take, I keep my recording equipment sometimes in there. Sometimes you rhyme slow, and sometimes you rhyme quick. <laughs> no, bro, that's a so, that's a sorry rhyme, bro. That's a sorry rhyme in the original one, and the same sorry rhyme on uh, the uh, what do you call it that that copied that line. But and, and uh, why, you know, while you're talking, why don't you um, see if maybe you could get some sponsors for some better chairs here? No, these chairs are fantastic, bro. Really? Two, yeah, hard plastic, cool bro. Outs, baby. <laughs> Listen, if you pee yourself, I just rinse the seat off with a hose, bro. <laughs> if you, well, if yeah. you make everybody too comfortable, we might stick around. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. We, keep, we, we, get, we, get, we, we got a time <laughs> limit on the podcast, bro. We don't want to keep people going too long. But So one of the things I wanted to bring up today was also you know, ads, right? Cars for sale and all, this, all the Facebook stuff. Um, 
I had, so I've been doing some horse trading to get rid of some stuff, right? I have a sand car that I don't use too much. So I traded the sand car for a, a, a Honda S2000. And the only reason I traded the sand car for the S2000 is because value was around. I get this for being on the show. Right. That's <laughs> a, it's a part of gift. Yeah. And yeah, so. Right. And we got yeah, it. So. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. 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 That's it. That's it. Both these guys are getting <laughs> hooked up. So these guys got posters that were hand, hand uh, smuggled over from, from uh, England. You know how to put that poster? You don't even want to know. Don't smell it. Yeah. Don't smell it. So uh, back to, where was I? Now so you, sold, you got the S2000. So, and I, now we got so listen, horse now me and Bill so I'm horse trading. tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow after, uh, like after oh, 10 o'clock, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to bomb out. You ride every week, bro. Every week, bro. No, this is the big one. So, oh. The well, what that's I want. I'll be done at eleven o'clock. Anyway, we're talking about this later. This is the people. People <laughs> listen. I want to hear this. This all sounds, sounds like somebody yeah. else's podcast. A bunch of inside jokes and all that stuff nobody gets. So that's not what we're talking about today. So I started thinking about. I had this car, and so now my thought process is like, okay, I want to trade, 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 and trade up. Like I bought the limo bug. Everybody's like, well, you said limo. Somebody reached out to me like, bro, do you got cancer? Because I saw your limos bugs for sale and this for sale. And I'm like, no, bro, I'm just trying Why is to. Why always going to be cancer? Well, you know, they, yeah. listen. They're like, <laughs> I hope you're. To. They're like, I hope you're doing okay, man. Because uh, you know, I see when people start putting all their stuff up for sale, stuff's not going right. But it was like, I think within a week today on on one of the forums on Samba, you know, the probably one of the most annoying points. I got. Uh, I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm looking for a square, and I fell for it. I'm looking for a square back for sale, something running and driving. Show me what you got. You know what I mean? Like, that's almost as annoying as the people that put a post up on Facebook Price that say, ask. "No, no, no, just testing the water." No, no, no. Pool guy this one, water. you, you guys will, you guys will agree with me on this one. I'm looking for a good place to take my car to get worked on. And go. Like, I can't stand that. When people with that post, like, and go, like, oh, everybody's just racing to help Joe. Like, Joe, get information. Like, no, bro, call 411, dude. Yeah. Just get your information somewhere else. But anyway, so I'm trying to work trades out. And so one of the means and methods is obviously eyes and exposure. And I thought, I, well, I just want to get something to trade for it. So I went on a bunch of a bunch of other car groups that I'm in and throwing it out there for trade, right? So I go to the 914 place of all where I thought like, oh, these guys, I mean, they're into cars that handle really well. The S2000 handles really well. It's a two-seat Roadster, similar to 914. Maybe somebody wants something new. I might find somebody who's just tired of their 914. And let me tell you what, bro. These 914 people came after me, bro. Like, oh, man, your car's so wet. Like, I would, my 914 1.8 liter that has problems every day, <laughs> I would never trade for your <laughs> Honda with 300,000 miles. Like, the Honda's got 300,000 on the on the old Because the Honda can do. Yeah, because the Honda can do. Miles, but but yeah. the motor's a fresh rebuild, and it's yeah. it's a nice car. It's all kitted. Like, it's done, dude. It's like. You're lucky if you find a 914 with 3,000 miles. That and that's what made that me crazy. Far. Like, I'm watching all these, like, and I'm thinking, like, these are all the people that nobody likes. All the people that got nothing to say and just get on there and say something rude and then jump off. I had some guy send me a message. He's like, I don't know why you want $15,000 for your $6,000 car. And I'm just like, I just delete his post. I'm like, bro, I'm like, why do respond to this moron, right? I'm looking like, where are those guys? Like, this guy's on the 914 page. And so the only thing that I, the only rational thing that I could think is these 914 people are so upset by getting beat up on by 911 guys. <laughs> that they're just lashing out. They saw, oh, a Honda guy, and on the pecking order, Honda must be lower, and these guys are just attacking. But I just thought, when you go to trade stuff or people are trying to sell something, I uh, maybe the most entertaining thing is going through the thread and like reading the people's comments because someone always just puts on the expert hat and just has to give you know, their input on whatever it is they're doing, which makes me think of the worst website for that is Bring a Trailer. If you guys ever go to bring a trailer and read the comments on that, it is just 
I mean, like everybody, what they had when that Type 34 Gia was on there for sale, the one Wait, with low. That's not a housing website. That's no. A, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's buy a trailer. Oh, so, yeah, oh that's buy a so trailer. Here's a question for you: with with your double cab up for sale, that was actually an ad. Like you had an ad up for it and all that good stuff. On Samba. So, how many tire kickers did you get, and how many legit people were actually interested in it? Interested in it. So, I priced it fairly high. Um, and I didn't really get a lot of tire kickers. I got um, trades, trades. Yeah. What's I, the lamest thing someone tried to trade you for it? Honda S2000. Yeah, <laughs> with 300,000 miles. <laughs> I will come over there and stab you, George. <laughs> I'm glad George is having a great time tonight. <laughs> um, I had. Um, I didn't really have anything lame. I had uh, trade offers for... Uh, Barn door, combi. Holy. Hey, did someone try to trade you? It just needed everything welded on it, right? Like everything from... No, it was missing all the parts. (laughs) Just a shell. It was a shell. Here's a shell. Enjoy. No seats. It had no interior. I mean, Did it sound something like this? I don't know if you'd be interested in the most expensive restoration project in the world and starting from almost zero, but here's one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So my two trade offers were a barn door combi and a barn door single cab. So I... I just recently sold my Element to get a Honda, or I'm sorry, to get a GMC <laughs> mm-hmm. that I got now. Mm-hmm. Got Honda and on the I brand. Got an huh? Offer on offer up. Would you be interested interested in trading for ten pounds of weed? I said, <laughs> I said I'm not looking for a felony. Bro. What's I'm the street right. value of that? <laughs> What's the street value? I of that? you funny funny enough. Well, ten pounds of weed is two thousand dollars a pound. Yeah. I think. Well, how, and how so it's twenty thousand so dollars. Bro, we're talking money game, bro. Look at <laughs> Panama Red over here. Now. I might have to look it up. I'm not, I don't trust your numbers. Well, I'm gonna tell you that's probably what it is. So, um, with with the uh, trades and all these cars and and trying to switch things around, you know, my my whole thing is like just trying to come up. But I had I can't tell you how many people I've had like motorcycle guys, like like they oh, finally Harley? found a friend. No, like a guy's like, hey, would you trade an R1? I'm like an R an R1. Three thousand dollar bike? Yeah, sure. No, no, no he's like it's a twenty. Oh, it's a dead on, dude. It's a, <laughs> it's a, he knows his tree. Yeah. Oh, Listen, Red, bro. Panama there's Red. one thing this dude knows, and that's his weed prices, bro. Yeah. So that's why it hit me out of left field. I'm like, no way that could be accurate. Oh, you know the address yeah. of the skate building is 420. So, yeah. so you know when, when people come, Bill's people one yeah. yeah. <laughs> These these guys put up, you know, some some odd trades, bro. Like I've had people. I had one guy when I first put the limo bug up for sale. Some guy out of Chicago was like, I will trade you a 76 Malibu classic and a Harley. And I was like, and the only reason I was like, huh, is because a cousin of ours used to drive a Malibu classic. And like, it's not a car that I'd be looking to get for any reason. But I was like, Oh, memories of when I was young. Maybe I could drive that and relive some memories. And I thought, what am I thinking, bro? Those Plus, memories sucked. Yeah, both those cars are from Chicago, so it's yeah. like you know what well, you're going to get. Kind of like the limo, then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, which was a great deal. Talking about goodbye. Bite your tongue, bro. <laughs> I don't care how much repairable rust is on the limousine, and it's all repairable for no, those that not. may be interested in the limo bug. It is repairable rust. If you are good with a welder, this is the car for you now. <laughs> It has, it has just, listen, it has just, <laughs> it has just enough rust for someone that wants to have a weekend project now for someone yeah. to find it endearing. Yeah. So, 
you know, my, it, I, I'm going to give you my rationale. My rationale on buying the limo bug is was just to do something this this year because I didn't get to go anywhere in any car shows. Ten pounds of weed. I sold ten. You were flush with money. It's two and a half pounds of weed to buy the limo bug. It's ten grand. Well, so. you, you had extra money. That's why you bought the the drum So race. yeah. So you go earning money. So. With with the limo bug, I bought it to do a little video and drive it across just to have an adventure to do. And it was pretty fun. And I thought, and I honestly looked at the limo bug. I said, I really don't care what condition the car is in. The stretch alone, if I had to, if I had to start from scrap and pull that car and do a whole new pan again, you're still thousands ahead on doing because the hard part's done is the stretching the body. The the easy part would be replacing, doing some patch panels, swapping out the pan or doing whatever, making a I new think custom the hard pan. Part would be- Owning a limo bug? Nah, like, bro. It's pretty classy. Like <laughs> pretty. Well, you, you know what I, you know, you know what I think we need to do a series of videos where I just roll up where all the limos gather and I just pull up with the bug and just try to kick <laughs> like, it, like just try to kick it with those dudes. Like, what's up, guys? How's it? How's tonight doing for you? Like, <laughs> like just a head <laughs> yeah. Suit and tie. I think that'd be perfect, <laughs> dude. In the limo bug, I think we need to do a Let's Talk Dubs exclusive and just just put cameras in the car and just roll up like. What's up, guys? Yeah, it's a rough night tonight. Just gonna roll up where they're at, kicking it next to them, <laughs> acting no, like we can get into the wedding business. Like I can actually, I'm an ordained priest. I can marry already, bro. So uh, you could be my limo driver, dude. We're, we'll marry we got it. When we have, uh, we had George the problem. We had the uh, <laughs> we, well, we did uh, a photo shoot recently, and we were in front of a wedding chapel. And the, the guy I talked to him there. I said, "Oh, by the way, uh, you ever need a limousine Volkswagen? I got one." <laughs> I mean, and the guy I, looked. I mean, the guy, the Elvis impersonator, the Elvis impersonator looked at me like I was right an idiot. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he l- threw up on my blue suede shoes. He looked at me like I was an idiot and walked away. And I was like, well, "Yeah, accurate. well, <laughs> you, He's not you clearly off. haven't seen it. Go check out my webpage." And I thought, oh, "I didn't even make a webpage for it yet." So there was a there was a thought process, and the only place, listen, if you own a business and you really want to get a lot of classy customers, you buy that limo bug, put your business name on it, park it out in front of your business. I'm you telling you, nothing but classy people. Yeah, going listen, yeah. bro. So you're talking a payday loan I'm center, telling probably, you. Right? Or, or a bail dollar bond loan center. You know, <laughs> get you all hooked up, all hooked up. So but the whole process with with listing cars for sale, and actually, come to think about it, I had heard recently about one of these websites that's an auction style website that apparently pretends to be um, like a true auction website. And I heard they actually had phony bidders on there that were phony bidding up cars, which is pretty annoying because... Uh, is that the I said auto bid one auto time auction? on eBay. And I'm pretty sure that what the guy did is have one of his friends just bid up against it until mine maxed out. Well, well, let's talk about... Let's, let's and talk it's something about, I just kind of had to go in the background. I wasn't even thinking about it. I was like, oh, that's my max. I'll pay for that thing. That's why you got to snipe And all of a sudden it went up, 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 up. And I got there and I'm like, oh, you won this bid. I'm like... How did it get to the max? Like who? Would no you buy? one was even a triumph. No, Los's triumph. Oh, when you bought that online, it gets to the max because somebody else set an auto bid. Yeah. that was higher than yours, so mm. then it'll just it'll keep going it'll until go it passes yours. Oh, no, yours. I got it. Don't worry, I got it, bro. That's what I'm saying. You it's got like, the triumph, and I'm pretty sure his friend was the other one doing it. Did it get shipped? Did it get shipped to you in a box? Boom. Did it get shipped to you in a box? No, but it did get shipped to me, and I had to call the guy. Go, how do you start this thing? <laughs> he was like, "Oh, this guy didn't know motorcycles. Like the the key was under the seat. Like this was a full custom build. Like, hey man, I don't know how you start this. Where's the? Oh, you got to right there. There's ignition switch underneath the seat, and blah blah. blah. I was like, unbelievable. By the way, it didn't run. Yeah. Well, I don't think Triumphs run anyway. Yeah. I don't think they run. So, anyway. what was the better purchase, that motorcycle or the drum brakes? <laughs> I'm gonna go with the motorcycle or, or the limo bug. <laughs> the limo bug, bro. Don't be a hater. I'm a room full of haters tonight, yeah. dude. That's all right. That's all right. You guys gotta hate what you gotta hate. Look, if you don't understand it. You don't understand it, bro. But you ain't no, got a limo. Yeah. I mean, every, I mean every every crazy people. Guess who don't got a limo? You guys. 
<laughs> so let's talk about car ads just real quick. <sighs> Seeing as I was just recently in the market purchasing a vehicle mm-hmm. and also selling a vehicle, my ad was full of descriptions and explained every every accessory the vehicle had, the mileage, the maintenance records of it, all that good stuff. And I love when I get these ads. I look because I have a certain per- criteria in my search engine. It comes up. Hit me up for details is what it says on it. And you're like, yeah. oh, cool. I get this guy. Like, hey, I like that car. That looks good. There's two pictures of it. One from this side, one from that side, and no details at all about it. You don't know what motor is in it. You don't know if it's got a manual automatic. Like, it's insane. Or the pictures were taken in a garage and it's wedged against yeah. the car. You can't see, like, a full <laughs> shot of it. I'm not going to lie, bro. My favorite picture is with a thumb covering the license plate. <laughs> that tells me this dude knows Photoshop. <laughs> he doesn't know how to just make it right over it. Like, you know you can write on that picture. Huh? Yeah. My problem when I sell cars is I get too... Because especially with the single cab I had for so long, I knew every teeny tiny little flaw that nobody would ever look for. And like I pointed out, like I'm trying to talk them out of buying it. Yeah. But, uh, well, I'm guilty I, of this you know, you yeah. guys bring that up and I'll, I, I actually have my ad saved for the Gia that I wrote for sale. So when we talk about the way you word an ad for sale, wording an ad for sale sells it, sells the car. So this is why the Type 34 Gia sold. I said, here's a once in a lifetime opportunity on the baddest Type 34 Gia ever designed by bill t and handcrafted by some dude named buddy hale show (laughs) quality on every level even better it's as vicious as it looks why you ask oh 2650 cc type 4 freshly rebuilt by the adam wick new motec efi berg five speed the extra gears to rocket pass those type 1 ida 48 ida people leather interior Yes, don't subject your skin to vinyl. You deserve better. Where does it end, you ask? Nowhere. It has everything and then some. Uh, uh, let's see. Then some. Uh, the Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, lost, I lost the verb here. Hold on. You don't need glasses it's so at all. Big. No, <laughs> I, I, it's a micro ad. Hold on. It's a, huh. It has everything huh. and it has everything and more. A driving work of art that you don't have to tiptoe. Mash the loud pedal and get those frustrations of the Samba forums <laughs> out of your system. Let those other guys on the forums in their underwear, uh, let those other guys sit in the forums in their underwear while you're out cruising the streets in this full-blown bad uh, bad to the bone rarity original cosmics hand polished by al reed oh no they're not they're chromed and then painted polishing is for <laughs> common folk this project took an extreme turn after a few screw-ups by other shops and then it went completely over the top german square weave custom painted gauges fully detailed suspension four-wheel disc brakes coincidentally after this car <laughs> after this car was built Type 34s around the world started sporting Repop Cosmics and people started painting center tunnels. Hmm. All kidding aside, this is one of this is a one-of-a-kind, well-built car. It's rare uh, that a build to this level most people won't go to. So that's uh that's one of the famous ads that and the funny part, the story that ad, everybody was like, it's in the forums under like stuff that's way too expensive and whatever. And they're like, this yeah. guy sounds like such a douche. <laughs> and I was like, I love it. Yeah. I love it. But it's funny because, you know, on this, on, on this forum, like the price that I had for it for sale, uh, I think I was asking 80 grand for it, which was less than what I had into it to build it because of, we talked about this earlier because you, we talk about, you go to these shops and you screw stuff up and you're just like, you know, 
you'll cross a threshold in a build and you're like, okay, I mean, there's no way for me to justify how much money I have in this car. So now I have to kick everything up like another level. Like that was the whole purpose with the Gia. Like I thought I'm going to build this car for 20 grand. And then anyway, or you're paying to get stuff done twice. Do know, that, but that's the thing, you know, two yeah. motors, two paint right. jobs, you know, like all kinds of bull crap. And then, you know, my favorite was I took it down to get the respray after the first interior was road. Like after, after I couldn't stand, look at the first horrible paint job that car had. And then I'm sitting there looking you at it. You don't like that dusted dash? No, bro. Here's I don't like extra. Like, bro, I didn't know I was buying an ash kicker with real ashes from <laughs> Mount St. Helens and the dash full circle. See, I brought it back. Man. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. No need. No need. So, you know, with that car with two paint jobs, two engines, and then I said my favorite part was I took it down after that and I said, well, I just had, he's like, bro, you just put a new headliner because it was in the upholstery shop and I just found it said, I can't, I can't even look at this car anymore. And so... I had a headliner in it. I said, can the guy just mask it? And then, no, we just tore the headliner out. And I put a, I put a new leather one in there that was $1,100. So, no, everything. Else, yeah. And that's two yards of material. Exactly two yards of material. So, But, you know, you get to a point with a car where you have so much money. I think sometimes you feel to yourself. Like, with, because it was a Type 34 Gia, I was like, I don't care. It's going to be so rare. Like, it's such By a way, rare car. I got you beat on yardage. Mm-hmm. So, the, the bus I just completed. Mm-hmm. Now, it does have three rows of seats. Right, we did have door panels and a headliner, but there was a lot of areas that would have got covered that we didn't, and I had to buy twenty-seven yards of material. For what? Oh, I don't know. My I, yeah. I, here's the problem: I had don't two different. Have like I had two left? upholstery guys working you on it. Do your love seat at home. I had Matt Miller doing the seats only, uh-huh. and I had a gentleman locally, Daniel Huerta, doing the headliner in it. And then Daniel Huerta was my first mess up. He like he cut my biggest pieces to use as carpet binding. I'm Instead going from the, the middle out. <laughs> so I had to go back and get seven more yards. When I walked into Santa Barbara the third time to get material, they said, you're kidding, right? And I said, no, this guy says he needs four more yards. They're like, you have enough to do two buses. It was just funny. But don't you have like 11 yards left? Oh, still? we got a ton of it. Yeah. Both of them gave me these big piles back. Like, Could oh. I? Could you think you think we can make me a robe so when I drive the little <laughs> I bug, I get, get out in a robe? Like polo shirt out of it or something? <laughs> a vinyl polo shirt? <laughs> How sticky that would be. But I mean, you, you end well, up. We'd make it out of the perforated part on here. The, and we talked about that. Like the, the whole carbon cab was built with stuff that I bought for the Gia that I didn't use on the Gia. And like yeah. the brakes on that car were from the Gia. The engine in that car is from the Gia, so there's a lot of parts window and pieces. Rubber. Yeah, the window rubber. <laughs> you know. Listen, no, I'm not gonna lie, bro. The window rubber in that car was oh, in a box when I got yeah. it, dude. Yeah, free, free ninety nine, dude, and it closes Imagine like it too. Yeah. So sometimes you got to save, you to save your money when you can. But with ads, you know, some of the most, I think I, I like an entertaining ad. What did your? Do you remember your ad that you put for your for your bus in the Samba? I have it right here. Um, because you don't make the ads for the. The the uh, trolls on the Samba, dude. You make the ads for like the real serious buyers. Yeah, so I got a uh, 1963 single cab titled 1964. The price. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> well, it was it was built in the birth the birth certificate was 63, but uh-huh. it was titled 64. Okay. So I don't know. Some people like to know no. Those that's details. the that's the DMV. The DMV um, here versus Yeah. Well, yeah. when I had my when I had my 59 single cab way back in the day, I went to DMV to register it. And you know they get they like sometimes have a binder that they, this is pre-computer. So like they have a binder where they're looking at VIN numbers and I brought the West Coast Metrics book that had the the serial numbers in it and they pull out a piece of paper and it has like a copy of a handwritten serial number notes and I'm like she goes, "Um your single cab, your bus is a 1952." And I go <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> 
Title it. I'm like, uh, it's not because if it was, I wouldn't be registered right now. Yeah. I'd have sold it by now. But yeah, they're they're DMV, the Nevada DMV, especially with buses, they got some wrong numbers. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, let's hear, let's hear that ad. So it just goes 1963 single cab, titled 64, the price, and it says uh, details. Hit me up. <laughs> I like it. I like it, bro. No, so what I did is uh, um, I put a I put a link, a YouTube link, because like when you tell people it'll go, it'll hold thirty two hundred RPMs at eighty five miles per hour in a bus, like people don't believe it, right? So I did a, the first thing I put in it was a little YouTube video of me driving uphill and holding the camera on like the GPS app and mm-hmm. then the the tachometer. So just what hill? What Baker that? grade? Uh, like leaving town, yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's like the steady, no joke. yeah, mm-hmm. steady up. So it'll kill you. You ain't careful. So there's some details on that, and then I just said <clears throat> the ad goes, um, "Are you ready to blow out of Squaresville and get some stanky <laughs> on your hang down?" I like it. <laughs> I already like <laughs> sold. Yeah. Then this is the bus for you: large single cab bed, large single cab bed, nine foot long, that you can accommodate a queen size mattress, hoops and bows, along with a custom bus or a canvas to protect you from the elements. Dual treasure chest to store all your tools, camp gear, kilos of the finest Colombian you could get across the border or whatever you're into. This bus is Shasta Snow Trip ready if the mountain didn't burn down with the fires this year because, like, California, was right. the whole state was on fire. Um, I had this bus for over 10 years, and it's time to pass it along to its next journey. With COVID keeping me at home, I want another project to occupy some time in order not to go COVID crazy. Uh, this bus is a go-car, not a show car. This is built to be used as a driver and a truck. And I just said awesome stuff about this bus. Talk about the motor, the sidewinder, the transmission, the brakes, the safaris, the hoops and bows, all but the gauges and detail filled. Well, yeah, is hit, the main thing about that. Yeah, you got to hit why them, it sold. Hit them at the yeah. hit them at the yeah. front. <clears throat> and it's like everybody that contacted me that was like serious about buying it. They're like, dude, your ad is hysterical. Um, no, but it's you know you really want to get engaged people and and for your person I had to come across because Everett on this forum when the guys were like slamming me on the Type Three forum they're like oh this guy's such a such a dork whatever he maybe he's never seen this guy's car how about this guy's car and then I was like they were like maybe he's never seen David Ho's gear I said yeah David called me after my gear was done and asked where I got it done because he was trying to get his car finished so yeah I'm clear I I, understand, I know what David's car looks like and he's got a Type One he's got a Type One motor yeah and. Uh, and then I'm like back and forth, and then they're like, well, we'll see. I said, and uh, you know, they're like, that car's not worth this, this, and this. And I said, listen, cars are worth what people are willing to pay. And some people see the value, like Ron, see the value in a car that was built, and they'll pay the dollars for the car because they're going to get to the front of the line and experience that car tomorrow. Way more bang for buck. Yeah, so when I fin- when I finished that and then I sold it, I just went on there and posted two words, you're welcome. <laughs> and then, so then they're still not happy because then what happened is after that car sold for that price, it cha- it affected the market on Type 34s because I was ready to buy one the next day for 10.5. There was one for 10.5 in, in like Texas or Oklahoma somewhere. And uh, I went to go buy it the next day because I was like, well, shoot, I'm going to get another one in the garage. And this was like a, a driver gone. And you didn't see it. Everyone you saw for sale after that was 20000 or above for beaters. And then um, after I told him you're welcome, and then uh, uh, Everett went on the Samba and he was like, I was laughing so hard when I read this ad because this sounds just like how Bill talks. And then I went on there and said, well, guys, looks like your profit has spoken. Goodbye. <laughs> like, but it was pretty funny because, I, yeah. I, you know, one of the things that 
annoyed about that car is when I when I was done with that car, I took it to like the, we went to the Type Three place over there to uh, ISP West mm. to go hang out. They had like that barbecue, and it was weird, man. All these Type Type Three people were like were kind of like stuck up a little bit, right? They're they, just different cats, yeah. Odd ducks. They weren't like uh, they like like you, you. When we see something really cool, like we, I was a Type Three guy, and I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> my start in Type Threes, like that's always yeah. been my jam, and no, yeah. Type Three people are weird. Well, you know, but what, now we know some that are, we've met some through the podcast, yeah. you know, uh, that, that Danielle, are, Tristan, those right. guys, they're cool type three guys. Yeah. We got it. We got it. We got a couple of type three friends. Yeah. 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 Critter, so, Justin. yeah right. Justin, we, like the like, general of the type three army. Like, <laughs> yeah. so all our guys, like the guys that we know that are type three guys, these are all, but it, it's funny because these are like the regular guys and they all have really cool cars. And then some of these guys that are like super stuck on themselves or whatever, for whatever they are, like their cars are like meh at best. And I just, I don't get it, man. I always like when my car got way more acceptance at the DKP meet than it did at ISU West. And I thought the people at ISU West would be stoked to see a type 34, like a type three built to that level. Cause you don't really see mm -hmm. a bunch of type threes. There's the one that has a Safari windshield in it, which is insane. Just to have a Safari windshield in a fastback, but yeah, there's a great one. Yeah. Yeah. There's that car, which is super sick. Yeah, and, really uh, but you don't see a ton of type threes that are just decked out. I mean, I remember uh, Lionel's Lionel's Squareback when uh, what's this when Andy owned it mm -hmm. when that first came out. That was kind of cool because um, I think it was here at the Vegas show. It was the yeah. first time I saw that one. <clears throat> but you don't see a lot of type threes that are that are normally decked out like that. So I dig. Uh, I think everybody who builds a car looks to get some sort of accolades like when they get it not that you're i mean you build it because you're into it but it's always fun when you see people enjoy the stuff that you did too so um jason what's the so what's the plans with your bus because his last bus to, to give you guys a mental picture was last bus looked like it was stock height if not a little bit higher was it raised or was no it was it just, just had bigger big tires, tires. Had bigger tires it just yeah, had stock so. suspension on it we didn't do any lift or anything on it the tires were maybe like a inch diameter bigger one or something no they were Probably 28.8. Yeah, diameters. pretty big. There, yeah, there were the BFGL terrains, very, very much stompery yeah. looking. Yeah, they were. So. But you built it like a Shasta style. Yeah, bus. and that was that was the goal. But like, um, so the Shasta weekend always happens over the Super Bowl, mm -hmm. and Super Bowl usually co coincides with Chinese New Year. And while I was building that bus, I always worked in the casino, so it's trying to get. Oh yeah, you can't Super get the Bowl off. Super Bowl off or Chinese you, New Year yeah. off. You just, especially like as a yeah, manager, you don't. Yeah, that doesn't happen. happen. So yeah, now I don't have a casino job anymore, and I finally this is the first year I've ever been able to do it, and my bus sells a week before <laughs> before yeah. I get to go. So and so the plan with the new bus is what? Um, so because it was already lowered, um, you know, and I'm going to leave it low until I get my new bus, and then because that'll be stock height and what I'm thinking and then the of Sophie's doing, choice has to happen yeah, at that point in time. I'm thinking of taking all the running one gear off the stock bus, putting it on the walkthrough and using that for Shasta mm -hmm. one year and uh -huh. then selling it or I don't know, keep them both. Jason has a heel like camper. So he could easily like the main thing was when him and Shereen, his wife were, were driving and they have their dog with them. Mm -hmm. It's a single cab. Then their yeah. dog is big because yeah. so when the dog is because somebody's getting the dog's butt in its face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> that's the business end we call it. So now he'll somebody's have, getting it. He'll have the walkthrough with the heel light in the back, and he can yeah. actually enjoy 
like his wife will come along and really actually enjoy the ride because it'll be one of the crazy part now that you got the bus do you even need the heel light well yeah you know what i mean because he's gonna leave the three rows of seats the heel lights where you sleep but so what actually what i'm thinking is do you want to buy a fold-out bed row and i got rock and roll you ready to rock and roll hard pass are you ready to rock hard pass you ready to rock and roll rock or roll yeah and i don't want the limo bug yeah actually i'd rather have the limo bug um no, what I'm thinking of doing is actually getting rid of the heat light and getting a, uh, a rooftop camper because that frees up a spot in my garage, yeah. and then I can put the double cab there. Yeah. Hmm, so you better lower it really low if you're going to have a rooftop tent on there. <laughs> well, they're removable. Yeah, you won't be able yeah. to drive through the garage door with it on. Yeah. Ah, they're removable. Ah. Uh, no, the guy will park it here. There you go. We got yeah, pl- we got plenty of room. All you got to do is build the build the, build the second layer, the second it, tier. It will come. That's it. <laughs> But yeah, the, so I don't know. Yeah, it's I, who knows. Right, right now, I also want to do. Well, but you're gonna lower it. You're gonna lower it. The motor that came with yeah. it. You got. Uh, yeah. It was one of them. The, this was the the description the guy gave us when we were like, "What motors?" Like, well, that motor's like a twenty two seventy six, twenty three thirty two. It's got this big motor. Like he bought a sand rail engine and was like, "I'm gonna put this sand rail engine and detune it." Yeah. So he he ends up getting the sand rail motor, takes it over. Some guys do some handiwork on it. And then they take the race heads off, put stock heads on it, and then uh, and now you you get it, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to clean it up. And as soon as you guys start disassembling, it's like, oh, we're going to go a little step it further just, than yeah, cleaning it up. Done and done to it was done incorrectly, Poor, yeah, incorrectly yeah. or poorly. Well, yeah. it was like it was a timed session. Like, okay, you got 44 seconds to put the fan shroud on and bolt the tins well, on. Know, like, boom, go. <laughs> working on your car at my shop is a gift and a curse, right? Because so, <laughs> I'm like, oh, you got to change that. That ain't going to fly. I mean, it, yeah. I, I think the bus was originally built in the '90s, and I think in the '90s there was no like lowering kits and stuff like that. So I just kind of yeah, the, the bus boy straight actually gets what it has on it. Yeah, it yeah. Flip spindles. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you know, it's just um. So you now you're gonna lower it, wheels. Seventeen inch BRMs. Oh, okay. He's got my old BRMs. He bought them off behind me. Nice. Yeah. The wide, they're wide five. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. So and then the, with the Type B brake, brake kit, um, I'm waiting for the brackets to come, but. Uh, I don't know if you know if, if you guys have you got I mean have you heard of the Type E? Yeah, no, it's a really really nice. Setup. So yeah, so the, I ordered all the calipers and rotors and stuff like that. And the calipers are, I swear, they're like they're the gigantic. Like they're like they're Chevy they're, stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, they're yeah. for like yeah. Chevy pickup trucks. And I got Camaro um, drilled Bro- slotted rotors. Like, I mean, yeah, that thing should be able to break pretty well. I think. Yeah, you'll never wear those out. Yeah. We don't wear out empty brakes on our buses. I can imagine like real brakes, you know. Yeah. So wh- what tranny is in it? Do you, do we do we know anything it's about the tranny? It's got, a, it's got a straight axle kit in it. It's an RC trans. Um, it's got heavy duty side plate. It looks like. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. got a, like we don't know any of the internals of it. If we took the number off and took it to John, he could give you the specs on it. He keeps track of that kind of stuff. So oh, okay, uh-huh. potentially. Oh, like uh, the number. That's the number that's on the bottom housing, like yeah. there's actual serial number for it. He said, I mean, the guy we bought it from says it's a 388, but again. Yeah. He's not a Volkswagen. Yeah, he ain't a VW. You know what I mean? He's you know he's a Ford guy. He's not know, a Volkswagen. So. But you know. So this bus, so this bus is getting built to be a street like a street cruiser bus, but also not not too low, but low enough to, so it looks cool, but yeah. it go I mean, camping still. I, everything I build, it's like to be a driver. So I mean, yeah. ideally, it's gonna have a good stance to it. I'll be able to get it in and out of my garage, and you know, I'll be able to drive it back and forth to shows. You know. Yeah. Until we figure out. A new situation for a new motor. Now, do we so, want to talk about the other bus? We can. So the so the other bus is another. Man, this podcast is generating revenue for all these fools out here, boy. I tell <laughs> you what. So we did a podcast with Brian Hamrick about the importing buses, and I know several people have purchased vehicles through him because 
I think the key component of that podcast is getting to know someone that does it. And, and through the podcast format, you feel like you get to know the individual who's doing it and create some sort of rapport relationship. And so you decided to reach out to him because you had the single cab. The reason you want to sell the single cab is nobody wants dog butt and face. Right. And so you wanted a crew cab thinking a crew cab fills my need for truck. So I actually met Brian at the mm -hmm. show at, um, at the one crazy weekend, the one crazy weekend. Right. right. So Brian and I were sitting and he was, he was digging on my single cab and uh, I'm like, yeah, I, I go, I love it. I've had it for a long time. I go, I just, I want more seats. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking of keeping a single cab. And then, so him and I got to talking, I was thinking putting of putting Subaru brat cab. seats in the back. <laughs> yeah. I hear, um, I'm following. Well, I was thinking of keeping a single cab and then maybe just trying to get like a Brazilian bus off him, like a 15 window, like a mm -hmm. 75 or something like that. And then he's like, well, you know, um, but I go, you know, the Brazilian buses kind of scare me. He's like, well, I know where this German double cab is. And I'm like, well, all right, shift gears. <laughs> I'm, now I'm, we're I'm more sprecking the Deutsch. Yeah, I'm more interested in that. So um, we, the one he had in mind, we tried to move on and uh, we couldn't get it. And then his, his contacts in Paraguay found another one. And then we moved on that and we were able to get it. So. Nice. So now you, so this is going to be kind of an experiment for the books that we're doing here, right? Cause you're buying one that's yeah. there mm -hmm. and you've, you've, uh, it needs some work like it's, uh, so they have to be running and driving to export. So, and this one's neither. Well, no, it has all, it, it will be when it, it gets, it has the original motor. Like yeah. It'll be a running, driving, painted, rust repaired. Like apparently they can't even do it with rust. Like if it's got rust in it, they can't put on the container ships. Because mm, if it, it doesn't yeah. run, they yeah. won't it has put to on be the running container driving, ships. So, yeah. When you take it to the dock, it has to be a running, driving, solid car, or yeah. they won't let you import it out of Brazil. Apparently, and I've so, seen some pretty b sweet Brazilian buses. So I don't know how true that is. Yeah, there's some fun. What I can't figure out is where, how in the world they put that trim up on the rain gutter, dude. What is that all about? Yeah. I've seen that four times where they run like the Beltline trim around the rain gutter. I think it's because they get so much rain down there, so it doesn't slosh over and get in your face when you're getting in and out of the truck. That's Why can't so it just strange. be cool? You're right. Because it's, no, it's, cool it's not, not. not cool. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so, so you're so now you bought this double cab that needs a full restoration. Yeah. And so they're moving it from Paraguay to Brazil. So or, yeah, it got so um, well, obviously with COVID, everything's taking a lot longer. Um, and in Brazil, they celebrate Christmas until like February. So they got Christmas, got and it. then they got Three Kings Day, and then they got Carnival, right? So everything kind of goes slows down to a halt there. So my bus got held up at the border for a couple weeks. Um, so Paraguay to Brazil, but it is it just got to Brazil last week. So now I'm in the process of. The, the shop there is going to go through it, see what's wrong with it, send me a bunch of detailed photos, videos, so on and so forth. And then I have to start making a decision on what I want. What now, because you're doing all this through Brian. Brian's helping you with all this. Yeah. And yeah. so do, are you able, like, do you own the bus now before this and Brian's kind of keeping track of it, making sure you're going to get this bus or? Well, so I paid for the bus outright. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, I obviously I have nothing to prove that. So, right, right, right. Yeah, so uh in theory i own it but i have no documentation saying i own it and now so. the place that it's going to do they have like a website or anything where they show you the work that they've done before i haven't i haven't seen a website but i um brian has sent me several different client folders of buses from start to finish that like, this company has yeah. done and it's like i mean every one of them is like thousands of photos like and, everything they do they document and i and i would think that this place being in brazil might be a little more cost effective than restoring it here. 
No, their minimum wage is like fifteen dollars an hour. Oh, no, I'm just I got it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I thought I it mean, was fifteen it, yeah. coconuts. It's significantly bro. cheaper than if you took yeah. it to a shop here. Significantly. And, and you got to think about it. Like you know, it's, they get um, paid in tanning lotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bananas. yeah. Chiquito bananas. <laughs> Plantains. <laughs> uh, you guys are so racist. So racist. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, a, a labor, everything's cheaper down there. Um, so that I mean, it's gonna be cheaper. it's gonna I mean, be a cool experiment, I think, to see like yeah, if you can get one turnkey and I'm, get it here. Well, and there's still to see when we get it here on like so what's, here. What's the time frame? How long is it gonna take for it to be restored down there? I was told I'd have it by April, but I'm actually planning for May. Wow, that's so, quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and, so, and the example pictures that we've seen that that Brian sent us, they're actually really nice. It's yeah. not like. I was super leery. As soon as they told me like they're doing the body work there, I'm like, bro, come on, man. This dude name is this have, guy named Eddie. He's doing soft, grass skirts <laughs> on the bottom that's got foam. mud on it. Like it's and, gonna be horrible. Yeah. But I mean, you no, know, it looks like nice work. They, the way I like my buses deep. though, like as long as as long as the 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 metal work's done, there's not a lot of mud on it. I don't care really about the paint because I I drive my cars. I, don't, right. I mean, I'm gonna they're gonna get kind of ruined yeah. anyways. Yeah. So I'm gonna wreck it. So what's the difference? Not wreck it. Well, but no wrecking. Allowed. So yeah, if uh, any of the listeners got any uh, interior and exterior um, color combinations they want to shoot by me, go ahead. Cause yeah, because what in that you, your plan right, right now, now, you're just trying to figure out what color to paint. Yeah. It was a, it's an original light gray bus, but it's L34 gray as well. Yeah. I and you're gonna do you're color. gonna do stock height. What year is this this double cab? It's a '66, so big back window. '66. I like big back window double cabs because hey, you know, you know what? You having... won't back into your Corvair when you're backing on the yeah, driveway. That's pretty cool. <laughs> is I know somebody with a big back window safari. Boom. What? Yeah, for free. When we ordered the Creative Engineering Safari for the 66 uh-huh. quicksand bus that I did, yeah, they sent me a truck window. So I sent them a picture of their truck window in my back window going, it's a little short, guys. So they, they had to send me another one. And it took, I think, about seven months for them to, to correct the situation for me. And in the meantime, they never sent me the glass for the larger frame for it. And then they ghosted me. Like they stopped replying to my emails. Creative engineering stuff. did. Creative engineering, yeah. I, this is not a commercial for creative engineering. I'll tell you that. Right. And I had them in my single cab. I pushed that product onto my customers. Put them a little bit and on this blast. This is the way I was treated. I was bad. like so bummed. How long did it. it take you to get the Safari from? Or you never got it? No, I had to have a new piece of glass. I I made a paper template. Gave it to some. I gave it to uh, Eric Black. He had a piece of glass cut for it. And we put the original secure logos on it. Hold on a second. They sent you the back window f- frame, frame, frame. That for the correct car, but the glass for the big window single cab. Yeah, so I got a big window single cab whole setup sent to me, and I was like, this is all wrong. I took a picture of it in the hole going, I'm a little shy here, guys. So they sent me the frame and all the mounting hardware and everything for the larger back window with no glass. No glass. So it was like, hey, make it yourself. Get your own glass, bro. Which is fine, because what, <laughs> well, actually what I ended up doing anyways is the – Two front windows and the back, which are creative engineering. I had new glass cut for with secure logos on it. So it all looks like original glass everywhere. Nice. Yeah. So you get a free rear safari when to do that's, that's nice. What he does. Hell of a deal. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Thank you, creative engineering. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listen, in the show. one good thing came out of it, right? And they actually, I have all the hardware. Like they sent me a setup Bracket, for a truck because you know. it's different bracketry and stuff yeah. like that for a truck than it is for that. So I was like. Yeah, cool. I have the Bracktree. They make mine has custom Bracktree scratches the paint off, like the way the Creative Engineering <laughs> does not do that. They're nice. they're different. Yeah. yeah, it's way nicer. It's not the same setup. So it's a Wolfgang. It's a different hit. Oh, yeah. I do not. Yeah, yeah. so, so the, the, other, the, the most common. The way yeah. the scissor hitch, the the way the yeah. scissor th- hinge works in it's that, cutting. It's, it's cutting. It's cutting all right. Ah, right through cutting the paint. Right through that paint. Yeah. 
That's the and noise. Bigger back window, small room yeah. for stickers, right? There you That's go. it. Yeah. I like it. Event stickers. I like it, bro. Bernie stickers. Plus you have an exit about. area if there's if the front catches on fire. I don't know what would catch on fire in the front, but I- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those way if the brakes lock up, bro. You know, well, the heat, loins. the free, the free. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so we talked about. Uh, I think we t- we talked about everything we were going to talk about today. We talked about cars for sale. We talked about uh, the ads, um, and I think uh, what else? What what do we got coming up? We got coming up. We got uh, coming up. Uh, oh my goodness, I'm pretty sure it's June tenth. It's the it's the if I'm not mistaken. No, Let me just... uh, Tony Brown's that Lake Penguin thing. He, he uh, the That's the Utah July. boys. Isn't that July? Um, it is the last weekend of June. I think it Tony was. sent it to me. It is June twenty fifth and twenty sixth in Penguin Lake Resort. Uh, entertainment Friday night, cruise around the lake Saturday mid morning, balloon festival in town on Saturday night. It's twenty bucks per car to camp for the weekend. That's June twenty fifth and twenty sixth. Panguitch Lake Resort. And I, I and went Saturday. last year, and it was awesome. You are on the <coughs> lake, obviously, Lake right. Panguitch. Um, the gentleman that runs the resort place wants the place filled with VWs. Yeah, he actually so, catered more to us than he did than his, his actual cabins campers. and all, Yeah, like the people um, were actually paying us down in the space. We had, like, the better shower setups. Like, yeah. yeah. And um, and we took – Vegas took care of him handsomely. Like, when we left, that dude got paid out by us. Because, yeah. you know, we figured we didn't pay to go to a show or nothing. Like, Tony and them, I don't even know if they charged for it or whatever the case was at the time. But right. Vegas. They just Paul. said, hey, take care of the guy on the way out. So we all pulled up some money and took care of that dude very handsomely nice. for it. Yeah. So he's all about – he he the gentleman that's that offers the space up – He's like, no, get as many buses as you can here. Fill this place up because he has cleared out more land since then. Like yeah, he's done the dirt work to clear out more areas by the lake for us to camp on. So it should be a really good time. And, and anything boats, Tony and them fish. guys put up yeah. there is always a good time with the Utah So boys. maybe. So who's planning to have their bus done by then? Because well, I'll be driving my bus there for sure. Uh, I'm, plan- I'm hoping to have. I'll be driving a bus there. If it's going to be my double cab, then it'll, it'll be, be my double, double cab. cab. If we're doing hydraulics, it's going to be a double we're cab. Do- there's not if we're doing <laughs> hydraulics. This was going to be the surprise announcement for the listeners, Goodness. but we Ruined did. It. I'm pretty George. sure you mentioned it 10 times George. on the podcast that you're going. George, those are subtle. Those are, he said it like, 10 times Those are podcast. called yeah. subtles. Those are called subtles. Actually, I just want to let my listeners know I'm not a man of all talk. I uh, <clears throat> paid the price for that suspension system on Friday. And uh, I think he said his lead time's three months. So I, I, I sent the money Friday, which would have been, end of, let's just say end of February. So mm-hmm. we're going to say, uh, eight, uh, what do we got? That'd be March, be April, now. May. So by the end of May, hopefully we'll have that suspension. June, you'll probably be having that suspension drop here. So we obviously we're not going to get it in two weeks. So. Oh, bro. And Wait, we could. Guys, let's rewind. Um, Prado's before Panguage. Prado was before Panguage, and it is so. supposed to still be a, a go from what, what yeah, I know Yeah, we now. got Prado. I really hope that Stephen Stan can pull that one off because I'm worried about COVID restrictions are going to throw out those guys because – Let's be realistic. Prado gets so many heads there that their their porta potties get overwhelmed. The, the stationary <laughs> bathrooms get overwhelmed. So I would I would think that there would like if they're going to have all these additional COVID restrictions on them, it may not be cost effective. Well, they've already lifted a lot of COVID restrictions let's in California. So. Yeah, so. and they're saying the bug in stuff is going to be happening this year. So yeah. hopefully, yeah. Uh, and let's I mean let's it's I mean it's still California. The place sucks. So right. Let's right. Keep keep that in mind. Only thing good is the weather and yeah. my friends. That's it. <laughs> Everybody else and everything else. <clears throat> At least yeah. it's a meteor. 
But uh, for the we're just kidding. We love you guys in California. We I'm just not. You know, we just don't. Uh, we just <laughs> don't hate. Yeah, he's man. a he's a hateful man. So, but uh, we get um, we got the the bug in stuff's going to be happening. So that is uh, let me take a look here real quick because I have it on Instagram, and uh, you guys feel free to talk about yourselves. to give you a topic Middle locally? East. What I, don't we, there is. I don't know about the Boulder well. You guys City were talking. We're, we're oh, yeah, I actually, I think uh, those have been postponed, but they might still do. I think the October one is still on for Biden. No, for um, the, Boulder the Boulder City show. I don't think that's been canceled yet. And that's going to happen in October, April, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and they're saying we're doing our show here. Yeah, in and and the guys at Buggin are saying Buggin Forty Five is going to take place on June twentieth. So June twentieth is exactly. If I'm not mistaken, it's 14 days after my birthday, so it will not be too late to bring me gifts when you come to see me June 20th at the, at the Bug In. But we'll be there at the Bug In. Uh, so that's every weekend. And it's Prado, then Bug In, then Penguin. Yeah. So, so what do we do at the Bug In? Do we, uh, yeah, so we're going to be busy. It's a busy summer. Um, so the, the question is like, what are we taking to the Bug In? So when I say we, I mean, what are you guys helping me take down there? Because do I bring Rag Chop and Drag Race it? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not, bro? It's got brand new brakes. It's got brakes. You didn't want to buy disc brakes. Then you have to buy a transmission and everything yeah. else that goes right along with it when you drag race. The transmission's got to be bulletproof. It has oh, it no flu- It has no fluid in it. It's still rolled with no fluid, yeah. Yeah, so that was the it's other. It's funny. We went, to, uh, we went to check the fluid level today, and as I'm pulling the Allen out of the side of the transmission, I'm looking at a boot with a big giant hole in the bottom. I'm going, I'm pretty sure there's no fluid. <laughs> <laughs> and I stick my finger as far as it can go, and that sucker wow. came out drier than it went in. Yeah, I think, I, I, I think that... Uh, yeah, that 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 car has been neglected quite neglected a bit for quite thing. a while, we'll and bring her back. she deserves to be like sauced up. I mean, when you open right, the hood, I'm, all I can think about with that dry transmission is that burnout you did in front of your house. So I'm going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> laying down some patch, really seasoned the gears. <laughs> and then uh, let's see the other thing that that Buggin has the thing with the Buggin June 20th, August 22nd, so Hot VW's Drag Day, and we'll Octo. And, there an Octo around yeah, there, there's too. an Octo in June. Yeah. Should be well, that, that'd be June. the same weekend as Prado. As Prado, yeah. So what be, be? Saturday, and Ooh. then there's one in uh, November. Yeah. So Octo, I'm looking for uh, European, but uh, there's nothing on Octo's uh, thing. So those guys need to kind of step it up. Let's see, what does this say? Nope. But uh, that's just the one for 2020. So, at any rate, guys, we'll keep you guys posted with more shows uh, that are coming up. Hopefully, we'll see you guys out. If you guys want to come out to the to the Utah event, man, it's totally worth it. If you guys got buses, man, bring them out there. I'm going to do what I can to be out there. Last year, I happened to be out there on a side by side ride, mm-hmm. and I ran into, you know, where all my buddies are like, "Hey, man, oh, there's buses. I bet you know those guys too, huh, Bill?" And then it was like Tony Brown. Yeah, it was guys. <laughs> Tony Brown. And those guys are like, "What's up, Bill?" And so, like, I, I ended up knowing all those guys, and then. Uh, in hindsight, I would have rather been at that because my wife wasn't super happy because it was kind of a little warm for a side-by-side ride. So this year I'll be at that. I'm planning to be at that event. Um, it seems jam-packed because it looks like it's going to be every week in really June. really nice. Like, yeah. uh, obviously, the spaces by the lake are the really nice ones, but, you know, they get filled up pretty quickly. But it... It was it's a very. A, very I mean, nice. it's a nice little resort. Yeah, even it, if you're not yeah. right on the lake, it's still there. I mean, how's the how's the anyway. how's the camp set up? Like, it's just everybody's just the, parking the, or what? The, I, I'm worried about bringing my buses here because I my bus was actually broken at the time. I ended up taking my element and camping out of my Westphalia tent. Bro, I can't but, believe yeah, you admitted on Let's Talk Dubs. Yeah, we actually we only had one Volkswagen there, and it was Dunkles. It was yeah, so embarrassing. Yeah. Like the biggest camp had one yeah. VW there. The rest of them were like. 
Sean's FJ, my yeah. element, and I dri- dually like eleven thousand feet. Dragged the helite up there, and yeah. all the all the camp gear. But all, the, yeah. the the it's got like big lava rock on the ground. So I was wondering, like, even if I had my bus, would I've been able to get it like the, the, bro, to the camps? Bro, bro. like I'm, I'm lower. You know what so. I'm hearing? You know what I'm hearing? That we need to get the hydros done. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, bro. Got this. I already heard what you said, bro. Before you finish your sentence, I thought I know what George, <laughs> George needs, bro. Needs hydraulics. George needs to help me get my hidraulics <laughs> yeah. done. George needs to IRS so his gearbox, can... and then he's good. Yeah, yeah. We'll just let's get it. We'll well, let's did, let's I mean, get two yeah. IRS kits because I'm going IRS too. Makeshift horseshoe tournament. Um, you could fish. You could rent boats there. You can. Uh, there's. I mean, they're doing the balloon fest. It's 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 cool. And it's yeah, fun hangout. A fun hangout weekend. Plus, you're yeah. talking for Utah camping your bus. in, in June, so, so, so it's Utah nice. Is, it's beautiful yeah. weather. Like it's not. The, it's not what we got going on here. That's like for it sure. Yeah. It, it makes me wish I didn't sell it my. It was chilly. I mean, because remember the girls were cold at oh, night. Nighttime yeah. it drops. Nighttime it was like right forty, 40 water, fifty degrees. Yeah, makes me wish I didn't sell my bay window. Tear. But like he said earlier, you referenced that that transmission RPM and that freaking bay window, bro. That yeah. thing was humming coming home. Like it's it a, was it's, like it's such a bummer because they do ride so nice. But once you get on the open road, it's like this is it. Like that's it. We I'm, did a two liter, the same exact motor that Dunkel had in his, which obviously moved his bus at eighty miles an hour really easily with even firewood and a heel light in it. We did that exact same motor combination in a customer of mine's car in his seventy three turtle top bay window, and it's still 65 it's this romping motor gets her faster so and, and like, then, ah, you're talking about and, and then you're ah, and these are and these are bus these are bus boxes with like the 486 ring and pinion these are the irs like the 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 big bus boxes well the my trans using sand rails the trans in a single cab was built specifically built very to do high that. yeah so like a 344 ring and pinion that's it's kind of very un- tall unheard of yeah well guys i appreciate you guys all coming out uh for the round table and uh, any of you guys want to hear us talk about some other nonsense, man, send some emails to bill at letstalkdubs.com. Don't forget uh, to follow Jason at uh, the Rev Dunkel or the Rev, the Reverend Dunk. The Reverend Dunk on Instagram. George is at the wagon. Ron is uh, like four years older than me, and he doesn't <laughs> yeah. have Instagram, bro. So yeah. we're just going to leave it's, that it's there. Ron at oh. AOL.com. I, I, yeah. yeah. But he's still got a Pentium 166, so just it's going to take him a while to get back to you. Don't, but don't forget, also, May 15th is going to be the buses on the pier. Buses on the pier at uh, in Huntington, Huntington Beach. And I just saw they closed rubies. No. They yeah, closed rubies on that. the pier. Yeah. Hey, there's, um, there's yep. a show um, yep. April. Oh, we were just there. If I'd have known, I'd have got a burger. The spring, pic- the spring picnic is April. Bro, everybody heard that now. Everybody heard they can feel my fury. Yeah. <laughs> Spring picnic is April twenty third, twenty fourth, twenty fifth. That is the camp who's out. who's putting yeah, that on camp out. It's uh, by OEBC. Yeah. Orange Empire Bus Club or something like that. Yeah. Twenty yeah. bucks space. Uh, it's supposed to be as good as buses. When is it? The last weekend of April twenty fifth, sixth. Twenty fifth, twenty sixth. Bring the, the single cab down to buses on the pier. Yeah, yeah, bring it down. Sure. Don't worry, I dude. I, I know some people. I know some people. All we have to do is I'm going to get Don Ramsey on here soon to talk about it because I don't think he's posted anything about it yet. The Cowabunga VW Van Clan uh, has not posted anything about it yet. and uh, But I ran into him at Octo and he said, hey, man, for sure we're doing it again and I want you guys there. And so Let's Talk Dubs will be at the pier uh, this year and they'll get me a special spot for the Easy Up, the booth, the buses, and we'll maybe bring the a little Vegas display and I may, I may have him have us down there in the front, not on the pier. So 
who knows? I kind of like being in the front, not on the pier. There's a lot of people out there out front. So it was pretty cool to be there last year, this year. Obviously, I'll be there in the in the single ca- or the double cab, but uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll be out there. We'll see you guys there. Like I said, you guys got any uh, any questions for us or the topics you want us to want us to discuss or debate? Feel free to send an email to uh, Bill at Let's Talk Anything else, guys? Padded chairs. Pat, Pat yeah, and heater. Oh, for goodness sakes, bring a jacket. Bring a jacket. Your butt hurts. You got an AC in here, bro? <laughs> you, got, you guys sound like my kids, man. You guys sound like my kids. All right, guys. Well, until next week, guys. Later. Give a shout out for some merch purchase to Albert Helios out of Cranberry Township, PA. He picked up some gear from the Let's Talk Dub store that gets shipped out this week. So appreciate you guys. Don't forget, guys, out there, we got uh, – I do have triple X and triple uh, X and quad X shirts. I do have a few of those still available. I purchased some when I bought my shirt load and I do have some of those shirts. So if you guys are looking for any of those sizes, hit us up and uh, don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel in the next week or so. Once I get the uh, audio matched up with this, this will be out on YouTube as well. So I uh, appreciate you guys for listening, man. And until next week, guys later.